0: What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here on the Coach JB Show. 6 to 8 a.m. on the wake-up call, plus 1 to 4 p.m. daily for the Coach JB Show. Has a proud, proud new sponsor, Roman. Make sure you check it out, because it, when it comes to intimacy, we all want to feel confident. But for a lot of guys out there, erectile dysfunction gets in the way. This issue affects people differently, but is actually something that 52% of men will experience some form of during their life. So make sure you head on over to Roman. You know how when you're wearing that great outfit and everything just looks right and your confidence is soaring and you like the swag and you're feeling flashy, you can walk into a room knowing you're on a game. and Is it on point if you've been struggling with ED? Roman can give you that same feeling in the bedroom. Look, we all know that change doesn't happen without action. So whether you're looking for gains at the gym or better experience in the bedroom, there's never any shame and showing up for yourself and your health. So if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, don't ignore the issue. Instead, face it head on with Roman. Proud new sponsor of the Coach A.B. Show. Roman offers a discreet process from start to finish. You can connect with a licensed medical provider via Roman's convenient online visit. Prescription ED treatments are safe, effective, and the FDA approved and used by millions of men. Free two-day shipping. If you've been struggling with ED, Roman can help rebuild the confidence during sex. Head on over to ro.co slash coach jb today. And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ed treatment. That's ro.co slash coach ro.co slash coach jb. And head on over to Roman. Tell him coach jb sent you. Proud new sponsor to coach jb show. Appreciate you. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? Wake up, wake up, wake up. The NBA is back, and it's soft as runny baby shit. Please stop with the Booker-Kobe comparisons. Quit stopping. Stop with that shit, please. I'm going to break down all things NBA. My worst performances of NBA opening night last night. I'm also going to keep talking about Mike Tomlin keeps taking shots at Ryan Clark. Don Winslow says six large, largest publicly traded oil companies just made $70 billion in the last 90 days. I'm going to break all things down, plus the great Nick Saban's comments about we keep things internal. Can't wait to hear what I got to say about that. Plus, a little bit of information on some insight on the Coach Sala and his laptop situation that occurred a few years ago. Didn't know anything about it until I found out my boy is the one that found his laptop. We're going to break that down, too, along with, should two a play or not? A lot, a lot of controversy, and I don't know if there's anyone more controversial than the real one, Coach J.B. I'll see you here in about 30 seconds. Appreciate you. Pound the like button. Peace. appreciate you guys uh joining me here on the coach ab show the best thing going 6 to 9 a.m every day lucy everybody in the house jeremiah all you guys brad everyone in the house all the members i appreciate you uh drop a like button subscribe become a member we're here on this thirsty thursday even though it's in the morning get your cup of joe whatever it is you sip on Join me live as we're going to knock this thing out and get after it today. I'm Solo Dolo for the most part. I'll make an announcement tomorrow uh, right at 6 a.m. on the West Coast. The great, great uh, Brian Mitchell will be joining the show. Uh, 6 a.m. NFL, longtime NFL running back. Uh, Redskins, Giants, Cardinals. I mean, shit, you name it. He's done it. He'll be joining us live tomorrow, 6 a.m. So, if you guys are Brian Mitchell fans, don't miss that one. Uh, it'll be a great one. Uh, we'll do that in the morning. Um, today, we'll see if Matt joins us later. Thursday Fridays is Matt's Tough Days. Uh, I believe he'll join us in the second hour. Uh, Matt, if we can send him the link, I'll get that to him. And... Uh, Matt'll be joining us. We'll break down tonight's Thursday night contest of of course on Amazon Prime, another shitty ass Amazon game. I just cannot uh wait. <laughs> I just cannot wait, dog, and for another fucking Amazon Prime game. Um uh, got a lot to break down here live, man. A lot, a lot of Lot of lot of uh interesting topics I've come up with since last night. The NBA is back. It's soft as baby shit, runny baby shit at that. I think it is the fuck me. Holy shit. If you didn't see my video last night uh of uh the Cleveland Cavalier player who who got brushed against and his eye ba- and everyone and then I I had to do a video dog you you already know I had to do a video about it and fuck um did I lose everybody you guys got me all right uh I think I froze on everyone I have no idea why um anyway I did I did a video last night about the Cavaliers player who got injured Uh, Got hurt in the eye, right? Got hit in the eye or whatever. Dog, like, you got to be shitting me. That is the world we live in. This cat got hit in the eye. And Kareem played with a patch on his eye for a long, long time. And it's unbelievable the people that come to defense. The people that come to defense for this soft-ass behavior we we. See every single day is unbelievable, dog. I, I'm just being honest. Like it is unbelievable. My computer is tripping. I apologize. Uh, I I just I don't understand, dog, how we are this soft in the world. I, I, I seriously I don't. It's fucking unbelievable. I can't um, make this up, dog. I I gotta show this real quick, man. Um, I can't make it. Up. Oh my god. When I'm about to light this cat up, you're about to just, oh man, he can't see him oh, Shut the fuck up. Kareem played with a patch on his eye, motherfucker. This right here ended this motherfucker's night. <laughs> They're walking him off like this motherfucker broke his leg, homie. Holy fuck, we're soft. No, we are. We really are. We really are. I think I cut it off in the time I get allotted. Uh, Dog, we are so soft. Darius Garland, that had to be the softest shit I've ever seen. There's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, by the way. He fucking played. He fucking played. Uh, Dog, I'm just confused. Uh, Great job, Max, showing that right there. I cannot believe... That these cats went over there and lifted this motherfucker like he broke his leg, homie. He broke his leg and got, like, he got snipered from the top of the fucking Eiffel Tower or something. They were carrying this motherfucker like he was in triage, leaving war. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He got an eyelash. And then afterwards, they're talking about he's got bleeding from the eyelid. You know how many fucking times my eyelids bled from the inside? Do you know how many times my fucking inside of my eyelids have bled? Do you think, you know how many times I've gotten gouged through a face mask? Holy shit, dog. I, I really can't, I don't even understand it. I, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to have the debate about fucking this and that and that. Um, I just, I just got to get you guys started with the quote of the day and get you guys on the right track, dog. Because, I mean, we're starting this show off with a bang already because I'm hyped and amped. I got so much on the plate. Uh, we're going to make this Thirsty Thursday a great one. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch. Uh, quote of the day, don't wait to be proud of reaching your goals. Be proud for every step you take towards your goals. That is the problem. We don't. We wait for the final product to happen and be handed to us in, la- in our lap. No, it don't happen that way. You should be proud for earning that shit along the way, each step. Each fucking step. This is a marathon. It ain't a sprint. So each fucking step every single day, you should be proud of. Fuck the end result. The end result may not occur when you think it's going to occur. So I'm just throwing that out there. Poll question. What was the last thing you bought online that you really, really, truly love, Lucy? I want to know. Man, I bought some simple-ass coffee mug holders that hang under my under my fucking uh, cabinets right above my coffee maker espresso maker and uh man the little simple shit is a great buy online dog most other shit is horrible so i'm curious what is the last thing you bought online that you really truly loved i know lucy stays on amazon so uh ulta oh shit Devo I got your DM dog I'm gonna get you me and my boy Mac are gonna have to get with you uh remind me man I've been so swamped I gotta we gotta check into he has he's a Canadian Mac he's ordered some product from our previous vendor and he never got it so I gotta uh I gotta remember to try to get my main man hooked up uh he's been a loyal loyal uh fan forever and member man so I gotta hook Devo up so Devo we'll get with you man I got your DM me and Mac will work on it today. Uh, and uh, I haven't forgot, i just been fucking crazy. So I appreciate it. Uh, Contrary to Belief segment brought to you by cbd.com Right here, go get you some. cbd.com and tell them that JB sent you. Coach JB is a promo code, all caps. Go get you some 10s. DM me or email me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com. A receipt, and I'll put you in the entry, the grand prize entry at the end of this football season to win a couple signed bottles, a book, a poster, plus some merch. So buy it, buy a, a 10 today, candidatescbd.com. Coach JB, all caps is the promo code. Uh, contrary to belief, I want to bring this out real quick, man. I'm putting it on the ticker. Your public persona is not who you are 99% of the time. Contrary to belief, your fucking public persona who you walk around with and hide behind on Twitter and all these other things is not who you really are. I'm just going to make sure you're clear with that. And everyone that's looking at each other in the street and and just met someone at a bar or walking at the grocery store, dog, 99% of the time, that's not them. That is not them so please understand that shit um the second part of this contrary to belief humans are better at destruction than they are at creation that is fact you need to go look it up i just don't that is a question that people ask me all the time do you think we're better at destruction or creation (laughs) the fuck how hard is that to figure out it's easy to fucking make a baby It ain't that easy to fuck up some shit and and destroy it, but we're sure doing a hell of a job. Um, But uh, yeah, that is contrary to belief. Just because you think you can stick your little wee-wee in and make a baby doesn't mean you're a daddy either. So understand that. Uh, So humans are better at destruction than they are at creation. And uh, death is part of life. I don't know if you understand that. Death is part of life, and uh, you have not accepted that yet. And the final thing is 90% of Americans don't understand the value of the dollar bill. Contrary to belief, 90% of Americans don't understand the value of the dollar bill. Ooh, pretty crazy. Pretty fucking crazy. You wonder why we're so fucked? Hey, we're we're here for the... Uh, We're here for the pre-snap read portion of this show. Brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. We're in the pre-snap read. Clap it up for everybody here. Joining me at 6 a.m. on the West Coast every day. Appreciate you. We're here in the pre-snap read uh, portion of the show. Um, Let's get after it, man. Let's get after it. Uh, NBA soft. Back is running. They're running baby shit soft. We just saw the Garland thing. I had to show you to start the show off. I want to please make sure everyone stop comparing Looker to kobe i'm so over hearing it i don't want to hear it no more i seen this motherfucker get a rebound pump fake three times got slapped on the ass and didn't even get it shot up last night and we're comparing him to kobe still stop comparing him to kobe he doesn't have the nuts and guts that kobe had in his uh, torn achilles heel Remember, Kobe walked off the field, uh, court, shot two free throws, by the way, with a torn Achilles. This cat got hit in the eye last night and had to be carried off on a fucking stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you fathom it? Kobe shot two free throws with a torn fucking Achilles and refused to go off. And then walked off the court. This motherfucker had to be carried off with three people for a fucking eye scrape. (laughs) Dog, you can't sit here and tell me that we're not fucked up. And and everyone that comes out and defends these motherfuckers are all bitch made cats. So whoever's defending them, dog, is bitch made cat. Sorry, (laughs) but not sorry. So, whoever's in the chat defending all these soft bitches, you're a bitch made cat. I'm sorry. That is the truth. That is the real. And you keep enabling these motherfuckers and see how we are in another 10 years from now. You motherfuckers are killing me with this soft shit, dog. My NBA's worst performances, I want to start this off in the pre snaps uh, segment of this show. Um, It's time to wake up, dog. We're ready to go. It's go time. Take the E out of ego, and it spells fucking go. It is go time. Uh, I want to get to my worst NBA performances of the night. Um, I got to start with the Nets. The Nets looked absolutely atrocious. It is further proof that bad character will outweigh great talent every single day of the week. Bad character will outweigh great talent. They have a horrible, horribly constructed roster. There's no way in the world Steve Nash makes it out of this season. I don't even know if he makes it to the All-Star game. I think someone gets traded. Ben Simmons is another motherfucker who took two shots. Like, dog, come on, man. I'm so over the soft fucking bitch-made cats that make all this money. These prima donna fucks. Go work at Walmart, dog, and serve me my motherfucking food. Because Walmart, Walmart has food. All Walmarts have food. If you go to a fucking Walmart, they have groceries. That's food, in my opinion. I love getting that fucking uh, person in the comments on Twitter. Uh, Walmart has food? Uh, yeah, the Walmarts that I go to have fucking food. Groceries, cookies. Fu- Are you fucking that dumb? Yes, Walmart has food. So that's where Ben Simmons should go work. Because you're fucking overpaid, motherfucker. And I respect and appreciate the motherfucker at Walmart giving me my food over what the fuck you do making millions of fucking dollars. So I'm so fucking tired of watching these sorry, soft, mental, midget motherfuckers. Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, he didn't play in the preseason. Wonder why. Wonder if that's a reflection of how shitty he was last night. Kyrie looked absolutely horrible and uninvested if you watch the game. They got beat by fucking 30 by the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion's return looked pretty decent. I like the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. They have a fucking loaded-ass roster. I think they got depth. Ingram, uh... Fucking McCollum's addition last year. I think they all look great last night. They look fucking good. They ran the Nets out the fucking building. I know Jay Z's probably hot as fish grease. You know what? I hope they all fucking cr- just crumble like the fucking Cleveland Browns. The Nets are the Cleveland Browns of the fucking NBA. Period. That's my take. I can't stand them motherfuckers. If they win an NBA title, it's a. It's going to be a travesty. It's only going to enable the rest of the league to do the shit that these fucks do and get away with. And I tell tell you all the time, dog, great talent might persevere. They have a loaded roster. But I don't know. After watching last night, it's game one. I get it. Game one. But I don't see no depth. I don't see no fucking cats coming off the bench who can hold it together. I see a badly orchestrated roster. That's number one worst performance last night. Even though it wasn't last night, it was the night before the Lakers started off the season with a horrible-ass performance. I got them at number two as my second-worst performance on opening night. The Lakers and the Nets, two teams that have all these highly-paid all-stars, perform, underperform, play absolutely atrocious the Lakers are the most recognized fucking sports franchise possibly in the world. Right there with the Cowboys, the Raiders, uh, Lakers, Celtics, Yankees, right? Those got to be the probably the four to five top most recognized franchises. Dodgers are probably up there as well. And the Lakers look horrible. I don't know why they gave the GM a re-up. Um Number three, the Denver Nuggets. Matt McChesney, I can't wait for Matt if he calls in. The Denver Nuggets looked atrocious. They got beat down without Donovan Mitchell-led jazz team. Uh, Mike Conley gave them the business. The fucking Nuggets looked horrible. Murray returned after being off for basically two years. He looks like Russell Wilson. Fat, out of shape, light skin. Just looks horrible. (laughs) Just look fucking horrible. Uh, go back to doing porn videos, motherfucker, because you're horrible. Um, that's, that's three. 76ers looked horrible uh, the first night against Boston. Another team with Harden and fucking Embiid. I just think they have another bad matching nucleus. Uh, I think Maxi's the best, second best player on that team, not Harden. And I just think it's a bad nucleus. And... The fifth team last night, the Spurs got absolutely dog-walked, uh, got beat by 30. Is Popovich done? Because, he, he, you know, he's been great. I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time as well, right there with Phil Jackson, John Wooden, Gino Ariyama. As far as the basketball community, I think those guys right there are the top of the pe- uh, uh, top of the tool. I'm trying to get uh, the, the head women's basketball coach for the University of Ole Miss, the running Rebels or the Rebels, uh, old Miss, uh, she's a, uh, we talk a lot. She's going to come on the show before their season gets going. But I'm going to ask her, who does she look up to as a coach? Because I think those coaches are the greatest. I put Bill Parcells in there, Belichick in there. I put Don Shula in there. Uh, I have my own Mount Rushmore of coaches. Uh, we'll have to discuss one day. I've kind of brought them up before, but uh, we'll see. Um, the, the 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 Spurs looked horrible last night. So those are my top five worst performances of the NBA tip off season as we had twelve games last night on the slate. And I lost I think I won twenty bucks. So horrible performance by me. Um Mike Tomlin is he taking shots at Ryan Clark? Take a listen. There was an argument between Deontay Johnson and Mitch Trubisky
1: in the locker room at Hackman of the Jets game and that led to, or was a factor in Kenny's journey. Is there any truth to that, or was that something that did transpire?
2: If it were, do you think that I would share with you in this you environment? Probably ask. not. Our business is our business, and I understand in today's climate, oftentimes there's leaks. Our business getting the street, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna acknowledge it or confirm it or deny it in these settings. Um, I'm just not. I ain't got enough hours in my day for it. Um, the things that happen among collectors from time to time is it's normal business. Um, everyone wants to win. If it transpired, it's good. It probably means there's a couple of guys that wanted to win. If it didn't transpire, it probably means that it should have because, uh, we, we are aggressively pursuing victory. Um, and sometimes that's emotional.
0: Uh, we didn't get the part I wanted, but he starts off the, the deal with, uh, Ryan Clark when he's saying, are you Ryan Clark? I he's, that's a second time. He's, uh, that's the second time. Um, that's the second time he mentioned Ryan Clark. By the way, um, I, I think I don't think the motherfucker likes Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark has turned into fucking mass media fuckboy, and I see. I think Ryan. I think Mike Tomlin sees it and is starting to call his bitch ass out. I love it. I like Tomlin though. Uh, see, Tomlin can't change. Um, Tomlin can't change. So that is who he is, and I respect the shit out of what he does and how he talks it and he walks it. He walks it and talks it. And, uh, man, I guess some of your young sayings, you motherfuckers say, he's living rent-free in his head right now. What does that mean no no, he's not because ryan clark's not going to be regarded in football like mike tomlin will be (laughs) he's going to end up being the suit doing a podcast he ain't going to be the fucking guy that everyone remembers winning championships like they will mike tomlin you fucking kidding me rent free in your head that shit is the dumbest shit i've ever fucking heard dog um Don Winslow. If you don't know who he is, I'm gonna try to get him on the show. To be honest, I'm gonna get his ass on the show. Don Winslow um, is a uh, one of the most well known authors. Apparently, he he hit me up privately, and I did not know who he was. But I have to, I have to, I want to break this down real quick. Basically, the six largest publicly traded oil companies made more than seventy billion dollars in profit in the last ninety days. If you don't know that, I was looking it up. I'm like, damn, that is real shit. And I don't know how they allowed that to be public knowledge because we're going to have fucking anarchy on our hands here. Because gas is about to hit fucking the highest it's ever hit this year. And it's. I thought it was going down. That shit is so fucking high. It's high as giraffe pussy right now. And holy shit, dog. The gas prices in California are unbelievable. And I'm just like, fuck! do I gotta get another car around this motherfucker, man. I refuse to get an electric car. Electric car, these nuts. You know how I feel about that shit. I ain't fucking with that. So I'm not doing that shit. Um, listen, I gotta discuss something, man. I gotta, I gotta discuss some shit. All right. Fanboys. We have fanboys in America. We have fanboys in the world, and this world has be- revolved around fanboys because of these things your phones have allowed you to have access to everyone your phones allow you to have access to public figures celebrities maybe you'll see like lebron liked my tweet and you will have a fucking fill day you will have the hardest dick you've ever had if a motherfucker some big name celebrity liked your tweet Do you realize what I just said? (laughs) Um, I I gotta be honest. So I wanna break something down. We had a motherfucker last night who, who basically went in, not last night, but happened after the Alabama Tennessee game. This is a fan dog. This is a fan he shot into a occupied building because Alabama lost the game and then he admitted it then he admitted it he admitted it uh this is a fan you know damn well that motherfucker didn't play football like come on youth you fanboys need to calm the fuck down dog we we know this guy didn't play Why are y'all so fascinated by what others do for a living or or in the moment? I think it's called Jealous One's Envy. I think it's called Small Dick Syndrome. I have broke this thing down for many, many, many months on my show. This guy is a guy who, who has Small Dick Syndrome. He is so fascinated by what others do that he has to try to be part of it. This motherfucker shot into a building, and then he got off for $30,000 bond. Do you imagine anyone that I know shooting into a building? If that motherfucker, he wouldn't even have bond. <laughs> he would bet no bond. What the fuck? Dog, I just cannot understand. I can compare this, Southern Skeptic. I actually can compare this to every fan because this is what fans have become. And I see it every day, Southern Skeptic. This is the part that you don't get, Southern Skeptic. You're not living in my shoes. I'm a fucking nobody. I'm this low-end ass, half-ass, whatever you want to call me. And you don't even know what I go through. So I don't even want to imagine fucking LeBron James and Tom Cruise and fucking these guys. So this is the guy I'm comparing fans to. Because the novice fan thinks they know not only for football at my level. They also tell Tom Cruise how to act. They also tell motherfuckers that I'm going to shoot inside of a building because my team lost. Because they're so thirsty for attention. I'm glad we're on Thirsty Thursday. I should put some yak in this fucking cup right here. But that's the bottom line. That is what it is. What do I know? What do I know, Hector? I'm just telling you, these are the motherfuckers that I'm comparing them to because there's some weirdo fucks out here. I'm just telling you, they all want to be a part of it. They all think that because they can talk to you on social media and that you like their tweet, that they are part of you. They belong with you. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. Get the fuck away. (laughs) I like real humans. That's why I engage with real humans. That's why I talk back on Twitter. That's why I talk to you here. I don't look above you. I don't think I'm above you either. I don't look above you. I don't think I'm above you. I talk to real cats. I'm I'm about to engage with real people this Saturday. So come on out if you're in California. uh, For my cigar launch, High Times. Costa Mesa, Wine and Spirits, 3 to 8 p.m. I'll be. We'll be launching our Slapdick Cuban Cigar. Uh, Josh, hopefully you can make it out there. Everybody else that's in the local area. Brian Martinez, hopefully he'll Uber or just jump on his bike. Bring your four books, uh, Brian. I'll sign all four of the motherfuckers. Um, but I hope you guys can join me. Costa Mesa, this Saturday, 3 to 8 p.m. And then you can go bar hopping afterwards. Hey, I'm a real one. I'll fuck around and go bar hopping with you guys, As long as there ain't no weirdo fucks that is going to shoot inside of a fucking building because you think you're cool with me. <laughs> no, I'm not cool with you, but I'm a cool motherfucker and I'll go drink with you. But don't go do some dumb shit because you think you're part of me, motherfucker. You're not. Um. I gotta. T- we're in the we're in the pre-snap read of this show, man, and I gotta I gotta get on Coach Saban. Sorry, Coach Saban. And before I even go here, I'm not sorry, but you know what I mean. Uh, He he comes out and makes a statement that we're all gonna handle our our discipline internally. Nah, dog. I'm sorry. This is this is this is well beyond internal. Uh, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. Nick Saban on Jermaine Burton, we handle discipline issues internally, and that is the way we'll handle this. So, apparently this bitch-made cat hit a female after the Tennessee game. Uh, He got thrown in jail. And uh, this is Saban's comment. So, I'm curious as to... Listen, I understand Coach Saban walks on water and he can control the narrative at Alabama. He can control the narrative at Alabama. <gasps> understand, I understand that. What I don't get is, see, we're in an we're in this very, very sensitive world. Okay. Some people can live in it, some people can avoid living in it. Some people can deny that it exists. But the truth of the matter is, it exists. It exists, right? So I believe being a father to a daughter, um, having a daughter and and respecting women the way that I do, never have put a hand on a woman, never will. I hate to see it. I see it all the time, and it's, like, disgusting to me. Like, I want to just choke fuck every human that's ever put his hand on a woman. I don't give a fuck if she hits you first. I don't give a fuck if she threw something at you. I don't give a fuck. The only time you should ever have to put your hands on a woman is if she has a gun to your kid's head, your head, or otherwise, and you have no other choice. That's the only fucking time. That's the only time. So I've talked about this for a long, long time. Um, But to say we're going to do it internally and handle it internally is pretty insensitive to most every woman on the planet. I don't know. That's pretty insensitive to the women out there. For a guy that's not very sensitive, um, I don't know if I could get away with that one. But he'll get away with it. Nobody will even look twice at his comments. And the fact of the matter is, I would be in his office and trying to find the kid that hit my daughter or my girlfriend or whatever. And I don't give a fuck what she did. And I would say my daughter might be the biggest shitbird on the planet if she did something to the kid. It does not matter. You're a guy coming off the field who's about to go to the NFL, hitting a girl. You're a bitch-made cat. (laughs) I mean, goddamn, homie. And, no, what it goes back to, it goes back to Marcus Russo. Marcus Russo said the lack of male role models. No, the issue is... The denying of males in their lives by females. Single mothers continue to deny their children of their fathers. And I know we have a lot of fucking shitbird fathers out here. But we have a lot of fathers also that were trying to be part of their daughter's lives who were denied by females because females actually do have a thing called small dick syndrome as well. And they actually are so jealous of the dad and the time that they get to spend with their daughter that they create these or sons for that, sons they create these sons that are basically feminine and when you're when you create a feminine male guess what they don't know how to do treat a female but these fucking single mothers who i used to deal with on a daily basis recruiting their kids don't understand that they cannot raise a boy and turn them into a man. It takes a man to do that. It takes a man to raise a man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, women out there, and I know you do a hell of a job and you try, but a lot of you don't know what you're doing and you're doing it out of spite, and that spite is causing what you're seeing today in society, which is fuckery and bitch-made cats to an all-time high. We have an all-time high bitch-made cats. So, dog, that's that's the real world we live in, Sad Boys Club USA. If she did call him the N-word, then we are she'll be dealt with in her life, dog. What is he gonna do right now? Fuck off his life? So I'm gonna go fuck off my career and future. Because this redneck, backwood hick called me the N-word. That is where it's your is Get the fuck out of here, dog. We're so fucking soft. Again, that is why a male didn't raise this motherfucker. Or a shitbird male who's half-ass invested in his son is the one who actually raised him and told him, you get called the N-word no matter what. Women. Man, kid, fuck him up. <laughs> so, Bruce Helms, sorry, sir, you did not come out okay. <laughs> so, no, you, you're you wrong. Your mom fucked you. I, just on, based on what the fuck you say in this chat, your mom fucked you. So stop lying to us in the chat. You did not come out okay. Shut the fuck up. If you had a daddy raising you motherfucker, you probably have a little more common sense and respect in this motherfucker. Fucking troll, I don't know why we keep you around. Your mom raised you. No shit. That's why you're fucked up. <laughs> God damn, motherfucking motherfuckers are stating the obvious and tattletelling right on their motherfucking selves. <laughs> You know damn well the female raise your fucking soft ass. Uh, man. All right. So I got to get to something. I want to get to something real quick. My boy, I didn't know, realize this. Uh, he found Robert Sala's laptop a few years ago, and his pertinent information was in the laptop, his cell phone number, his et cetera. So he called Sala's cell phone that was in the laptop. Sala actually answered the phone. He recorded the message and has the message and said, listen, man, I, I got your son's uh uh laptop it's got a bunch of pertinent information on it it's got a lot of family heirlooms on it it's got pictures of you guys on it uh would you like it back he left it in the bathroom and uh Robert Salah said oh man thanks so much and i would do anything for you I- i'll pay you I- I'll-, I'll-, I'll 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 get you to some games uh this was when he was a D coordinator for the niners and uh Take a look at
3: this. Defensive coordinator for the 49ers. I found his son's iPad. I'm about to return it right now. I just got off the phone with his wife. I hope they give me a reward. I just found the 49ers defensive coordinator's son's iPad in the bathroom. This is really him. No lie, no.
0: So. There's more. I got more to it. I don't want to show too much uh, information. That's shady of me to put out his kids and shit. I'm not going to show that too much, but that video is out online. Uh, this is the problem I have, dog. And I was just talking to Mac about this. Uh, no, he did not want anything. He just called Sala and said, here's your laptop. Do you want it? Um, nah, he's. I know the cat, so he's not that type of dude. And Salah was like, oh, man, thanks a lot. I'll, I'll do whatever. He's like, man, I, I'll go to a game. I don't need nothing. I don't need no money for it. I just found it. You left it in the bathroom. I'm I'm doing a good thing. Here you go. Point of the matter is, I think these guys are getting so caught up in being celebrities. They, they forgot who pays their salaries, which is the common fan. The common fan who found this man's laptop, who could have easily went online and eBayed it out like a bitch-made cat and sold that motherfucker. He called the cat out of common courtesy. Wasn't a creepy weirdo fuck. He didn't text the dude at night. Like some of you fans fucking, you should run covered zero. Like, shut the fuck up. He was being honest. Hit the dude up. And... The moral of the story is, dog, remember who you fucking talk to in life. Remember that you don't burn a bridge. Remember that your word is all that matters. This all we have in this world is our word. All we have is our word. And Sala's word was, I'm going to hook you up with season tickets. And you guys, you can come to the game anytime you want. Bring your family. I appreciate it. Da, 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 da. He sends a handler to pick up the laptop from my dude. Comes with it. Basically, picked it up, acted like he didn't know him, got in the car, and left. Never, ever, ever responded to him. Never, ever, ever saw tickets. Never, ever, ever saw anything. This is something that had his kids on it, pertinent cell phone information, birth dates, all kind of shit in that laptop that he got. That's how he found the information, in the laptop. That's how he got his number. I just don't understand how we were so commercialized dog you're a football coach Sala you're not an actor you're not a celebrity homie you're a football coach that deals with real humans on a daily basis and if you want to lo- live life faking the funk my man I'm not going to say his name has a son that's about to be a first rounder you better hope Sala don't need him you better hope Solid don't need that motherfucker. Remember, life is tricky, dog. Shit comes back to bite your ass in the motherfucking kisser. <laughs> Remember that. So I just want to show that and share that, man. I, I I lost some respect last night when I found this out. Uh Kentucky and Indiana basketball, they agreed to a new rivalry in 2025 that has been suspended since 16. Kentucky is ahead 35-25 in the series. And Indiana has a – and I'm curious to see how this one unfolds. Mississippi State football player Sam Westmoreland died on Wednesday, two days before his 19th birthday. I don't know if you heard this story uh, or or anything, but 18-year-old kid died. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Apparently his death is under investigation. I just, I just can't, I just continue to see these young babies dying over and over and over like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, Aaron Rodgers missed his practice with a thumb injury. Uh, he has not missed games, fuck, this season, and he's missed practice because of his thumb already this season a few times. The Astros take game one over the Yankees. Uh, the Padres tied things up with the Phillies, and that's all baseball. Thing. That's all things baseball, right? Fucking there. That's as much as I care about it. Um Alabama's now investigating the video of wide receiver Jermaine Burton, which we just discussed. Uh, apparently it shows an unprovoked walking over to her, regardless of what he heard. I don't know if you see what she said or not. And he basically rushes over there and hits her. Um, DeAndre Hopkins set to make the return tonight versus the Cardinals uh, for the Cardinals versus the Saints. We're going to get into that. We're going to break that shit down today, or I'm going to break you down. I'm going to give you the whole breakdown of uh, the keys to success for tonight's contest. And uh, Devontae Adams will keep playing while the NFL determines his discipline for pushing down the reporter. Adams was charged with a misdemeanor assault a couple weeks ago after the Kansas City Chiefs game. The oldest living pro bowler has died at 100 years old on the field. His name was Charlie Trippy. He could do it all. He could punt, he could return kicks, he could play deb- defensive back, and he could throw. And most notably, he could run, which he did all the way to the Pro Bowl and the Football Hall of Fame. He's one of the brightest stars in the 1940s and 50s. Trippy died on Wednesday. The University of Georgia announced that he was 100 years old. Shout out to the main man, the 100 year old motherfucker that still was living. Shout out to him, dog. He made it to 100. I hope I live to 100. I don't know if I do hope to i live to 100 i don't know if i live. i don't know if i want to live to 100 years old do you guys want to live to 100 years old i don't know baby girl nyc shout out to you for becoming a member today um i don't know if i want to live to be 100 years old um but i want to go back to Devonte adams real quick before we move on to the first and tenth segment of this show i don't know if i want to live till i'm 100 not in this fucked up world I, i'm being honest Brian, you're going to have to get with the program, son. Uh, I talk about Brian Dable almost every day. So I'm not talking about Brian Dable today. But you can go back and watch any other shows you want. And uh, I've clearly talked about Brian Dable for about eight months. So you should go check it out. Uh, maybe become a member. And then uh, and then uh, you'll know what's happening. Um Projected New Year's six bowl games uh, halfway through the season right now. This is the craziest predictions I've ever seen. I don't know why we keep wanting to predict shit that we have no control over. Can we stop predicting this dumb shit? Uh, But going back, I'm going to talk about this in a second. Devontae Adams getting this scrutiny for pushing down this dumb motherfucker who walked in front of him. Can we just get over this shit? I just... I just love the fact that motherfuckers can jump out in front of of me at work. Put me in harm's way cuz I don't know what's going on. These weirdo fucks are all over the place running around with fucking, you know, uh gender reveal powders and 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 and, and, and we can get sued at our workplace for protecting ourselves. That is the problem. You could get sued for a motherfucker coming into your house, breaking in, and you killing them or pushing them out of your own window, they can sue you. We're in a fucked up world. So, no, I don't wanna live till I'm fucking 100 years old, homie. No, I don't. Matter of factly speaking, no, I don't wanna live till I'm 100 now, now that I'm thinking about all this shit. <laughs> Sad boys, your mother or grandmother? <clears throat> Does your m- grandmother give out grants, motherfucker? Holy shit, can you learn how to spell before you talk in this motherfucker? We do a lot of things around here. We teach how to spell. We teach proper grammar. We teach contrary to belief. We teach real-life segments. This is a show like no other, dog. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a motherfucking member right now. Syracuse is is projected to play Ole Miss in Miami at 8 p.m. on December 30th. <laughs> oh, dog, you fucking shitting me. These are the projections. TCU supposed to play Alabama on December 31st in the Sugar Bowl, New Orleans, noon on ESPN. <laughs> Number two, Ohio State is going to play number three, Clemson, Glendale, Arizona. Be there at 4 p.m. on ESPN in the Fiesta Bowl on December 31st. And then right after that, Georgia is going to be number one, and they're going to play number four, Tennessee, in Atlanta. How the fuck is Georgia going to be number one and play Alabama? I I mean, play Tennessee at number four. They got to fucking play each other, homie. Holy shit but on January 2nd UCLA is going to play Cincinnati in Arlington Texas at 1 pm I would bet my house that UCLA don't play fucking Cincinnati let's can we bet that can any of us bet that and then on January 2nd Michigan is going to play USC at 5 p.m. right here in Pasadena. You could get your fucking tickets right now. Make sure you get your tickets for Rose Bowl because Michigan's playing SC. Dog, its unfuckingbelievable. un-fucking-believable. So Tennessee and Georgia, one of them have to have a loss. So you're telling me they're going to play each other, but Michigan should probably only have a loss if they don't go undefeated. I'm not so surprised. I'm not so shocked if they beat Ohio State, to be honest. But... They're going to be in the the Rose Bowl versus SC, and UCLA, who's undefeated right now, is going to be an at-large playing Cincinnati. You guys should take your fucking projections, shove them straight up your fucking sphincter. (laughs) That's what you should do. That's what you motherfuckers should do. I don't apologize, Jerry on Joy. And what I said on my show about Dion's video was I clearly stated right here on my show that if it is fake, it is still a clout chasing mechanism. That is what I clearly said on this show. I clearly said it's a black man doing it to another black man in the HBCU, joking or not joking. It is a bad look. Now, did I not say this to everybody? Everyone in the chat, please raise your hand if you did not hear me say that. Because what do I know? I'm pretty guaranteed, pretty much guaranteed we can go back, rewind, pull up the fucking video that I said it is a bad look for him to do that to a black man regardless if they're boys or not. And I also said they're at an HBCU which you're trying to change the narrative at. And I also said it is for clout and you're a clout chaser doing that to a fellow brother. Did I not say that? So now, apologize to these fucking nuts, motherfucker, because you're another motherfucker that just hears and don't listen. Motherfucker, I know what the fuck I said. And apologizing is something I will not do, motherfucker, because I know what the fuck I said. Shit was just on Monday. I just said the shit Monday. So go back and listen, motherfucker, or become a member. Shut the fuck up. Tell me what the fuck I said, bitch. I know what the fuck I said. So there's a tour video floating around here. I love keeping it 100 with fucking folks, dog. I love it. We need more truth tellers out there. I, I just don't think I could ever coach again. I'm sorry, America and the world, uh, because of how soft uh, the people like Garland are, who got an eye abrasion and had to be, he had to be airlifted out with a helicopter. <laughs> and then we got bitch made cats in the chat who try to tell me that I they know what I said. Apologize.
3: <laughs> Holy shit, dog. Let's listen to this shit. Um, I was I was unconscious, so I, I couldn't, you know, really tell what. I was unconscious. First of all, I want you to
0: look at Tua. I want you to take a hard look at Tua. I've been coaching for a long time. I've been dealing with kids for a long time. I've been dealing with humans for a long time. I want you to look at this Tua, and I want you to look at the Tua from when. You know, when Tua uh when Tua was like excited and, and looked apart and 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 you know uh, before
3: you renew Amazon Prime, like, watch this. I wanna show you something. I love Amazon I want to, I want to Prime I wanna compare shipping is something really and
0: quick, like everyone else. Okay? Knows- um,
1: look at that Tua.
3: It's going good. yeah um well yesterday's practice wasn't up to the standard that i know our offense can compete at uh and it obviously started. look at that tour
0: dog now look at this tour
3: going on some ball placement Um, so you know when when i did come to and kind of realize uh what was going on what was happening you know i i never i didn't think of of anything um you know long term or short term i was just wondering what happened uh so yeah
2: you remember much about that night
3: yeah i remember the entire night up to the point where uh i got tackled Uh, (laughs) homie can we be honest
0: that's a different human right there that is a different human lucy you work in social work i'm a fucking socialist I'm a fucking psychologist, by the way. And I know character. I'm a great judge of fucking character. That man right there does not need to be playing football in the NFL. I'm going to be honest with you. He does not need to be playing in the NFL. Not right now. I wouldn't let that kid play right now. I would not let him play right now. Why does this cat think he's okay to play? Why does the NFL and the Miami Dolphins think that it's okay to put him out there? I, I, I'm very, very confused, man. I'm very confused. We're headed into the first down portion of this show. Brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat, though. Um, even the dick riding haters who can't spell, who don't listen, and aren't members. Even you guys. I love all you guys. Short, fast, skinny, and tall. Um, I don't understand how this guy thinks he can play. And how the NFL don't believe that's going to be a fucking very bad look. And if this cat gets hurt this game, holy fuck. Are we going to have some problems, Houston? You know how many fucking advocates and fucking weirdo fucks you're going to see? I am telling you right now, it is going to be a very, very bad look. Dog, if he gets banged again, there may not be... So this is my point, okay? This is my point to this thing right here. This is what I want to get from you guys right here. Let's be real. He bangs his shit, and we all witness it again, and... What is going to be the first thing coming out of your mouth and everyone else's mouth? Oh, fuck, he's done. There's no way he can play again. Why is he out there? What is he doing? Why did they let him play? That is going to be the number one thing they say. That's going to be the number one thing they say. So why are we going to put ourselves in that position? already know we're in the softest era of all time we airlifted fucking garland out of the fucking arena last night for eye injury (laughs) come on dog you don't believe that when 30 million people get to see this cat bang his shit off the turf and he is again out for the count again oh dog you shitting me you think this is gonna fly dog i couldn't put a young man in that position i'm sorry Coach, he's a grown man. That motherfucker chose to go out there. Shut the fuck up. I chose to take his helmet too, as the grown man, motherfucker. He ain't no grown man. He's a football player. And in my era, we called him a soldier. We were going to play regardless. You would be lucky to know if we ever had a concussion. So you have to take our helmet. Or I'm playing. That is the truth. He's a fucking poly. Poly households are different. I had a fucking Tongan Center play for me who is now one of my – does my backyard. does. He owns a construction company now. And that motherfucker was so badly concussed, he didn't miss a fucking snap and did not know who he was or where he was at on the bus on the way home. I had to call my mom, put him on the phone with her, and have to we had to rotate fat cats on the bus for 8 hour drive to keep him awake nobody knew he got banged in the game i should have took his helmet i would have known better if i if i saw him days i'm guarantee you i would have took his helmet cuz he's going to play homie miss me with these de the grown man shit Motherfucker, no, he's not. But I'm the leader. I need to fucking have accountability for this man's future. So, miss me with the bullshit. He's a grown man. He knew what he signed up for. Yeah, but he did not sign up to die. And if I can help avoid that, I'm going to do it. Which is going to take his helmet. Sorry. Motherfucker, this ain't goddamn Titanic. Motherfucker, what got going down with the ship? Shut the fuck up. You guys are fucking unbelievable. So let's just say he doesn't play, all right? Let's say that I'm the head coach, and I said, you know what, Tua? You're not going to play. We're going to evaluate you after the season, or maybe for the playoffs. If we make the playoffs, maybe even then. But right now, dog, your life is more important than me. I'm going to keep you out. Plus, I love polys, and I want to recruit polys for the rest of my life, and I'm not going to be the guy that fucking killed a Polynesian on the football field. But these coaches that are math majors now have no fucking thought process of that right there. Josh, tell me, am I wrong? This motherfucker has no idea what the fuck he's doing. He has no clue that he's going to get fired very soon. He'll be he'll be looking for a college job, and then he's going to have to recruit polys. Do you think a poly's going to go play for this motherfucker after you fucking just put Tua through? What do you put him through? Get the fuck out of here. Recruiting one-on-one, homie. I'm just giving y'all some free game you guys would never even think about. But what do I know? Uh, Tua doesn't play. Let's just go from there. Let's just go from there. Because these guys are clueless, Oos. They have no fucking idea that the product on the field is the blood life to the field. (laughs) They have no idea what that means, dog. They have no idea what that entails. The product on the field is the blood life. You have to get new kids every year, new recruits, new free agents. If you're in the NFL, how you treat people is going to come back to you and they're going to figure it out. Guess what the narrative on JB is? You weirdo bath major fucks who don't know me. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the devil, but the players that know me, I'll ride or die for that motherfucker. I'll guarantee, oh, shit, I wish I was playing right now. You know how many fucking DMs I have right now? You know I mean? Coach, if you were coaching right now, I want, I'm want i coming to your school. i That's from daddies, mamas, and players. But contrary to belief, what do I know? All you motherfuckers know everything. You know what they're saying about this weirdo fucking Miami? That motherfucker ain't caring about nobody, dog. He's trying to get his fucking bag. He's a weirdo fuck. That is what's being said about him right now. Don't get it twisted, and that's going for a lot of coaches out there. And uh, you never truly know who you who you really are dealing with. You just saw. I've, I've heard a lot. I got players in, in the Jets are playing with Salah right now. They love them. but we just. I just showed some harsh reality about a cat that we don't really know if you know him or not. I believe you should be real, no matter what, public or not doesn't mean you need to go kick it with them and have a beer, but you can take the laptop from the motherfucker and and, and live up to what the fuck you promised him. All we have is our word, homie. Hey, dog, I'll get, you, I'll get you season tickets. You know how fucking easy it would have been for him to get season tickets to that man and never have to talk to that man again? But you got me my laptop, dog. I'm a real one. I'm going to say it is what it is. You know what? I had a fan. I had a fan bet me on Venmo. He bet me on Twitter. Don't know him. He bet me. And he was like, 20 bucks, coach, tonight's game. Whoop-de-woop. I'm like, fuck it, let's roll. I lost. What if I didn't pay that man his 20 bucks on Venmo? I'd I'd be like a cowardly shitbird. I'd be a cowardly motherfucker, dog. That is how I equate the same thing about the laptop with Salah. That cat retweeted it. JB's a real one, dog. That motherfucker just paid me 20 bucks on a bet we made on Twitter. Because that's all I have is my word. That is all I have is my word. So, hey, dog. Now I don't fuck with (laughs) Sala. I'm going to keep it 100. That's just what it is. But see, we don't fucking really know who you're dealing with. You don't know me because you think you know me from a Netflix series. You don't fucking know me. But everyone that knows me spits a whole other narrative than what you think you know. That's the crazy part about this shit. That's the crazy part about this shit. So, it is what it is. Uh, Man, I didn't even know Matt was in here. God damn it. All right, let's get to some Matt McChesney, favorite part of the show. We got to get Matt in here, bringing the bracket of energy. Matt, what up?
1: Good morning,
0: good morning. Hey, man, how long you been in here? Like 10 minutes. Fuck, I didn't even know.
1: That's okay. Okay. Uh,
0: i thought i was solo today because i thought you had your shit but uh i appreciate you joining me um i i don't know if you saw this i I just showed the difference between tua
3: Um, now i was i was unconscious,
1: so i i couldn't
0: you know does he not look like a little baby that's totally fucked like he does not look like tua from six weeks ago
1: i I mean i'm pretty concerned about this cat i I agree with you i just listened to everything you said i agree that I don't know any warrior that's going to give their helmet up voluntarily. I wouldn't. Um, it's oh, a coach's okay. jo- but do you agree? Yeah. It's a good topic. It's a coach's so, job. You coach's job to take the helmet. 100%. Um, the players sign liability, unfortunately, that says that they could die. So if he does die on the field, there's no recourse for his family or anything. They'll get paid through, you know, life insurance policies and things of that nature. But that's it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think it's really, it's almost, naive. it's like, it's like naive and neglect almost to put him back on the field. And it just shows you what's really important. It's not the people, it's winning. And it's a dolphin. The dolphins are watching their division run away from them and they were supposed to be competing for it. And, you know, their, their head coach is odd to say the least. Uh, I'm not saying that he can't coach. I'm saying that as a player. It's hard for me to take somebody that never, ever, ever, ever played. Like, never played anything.
0: That's my point.
1: It's hard for me to take him seriously when we start talking about, like, the the real intricacies of the game and what it feels like to be in the trench and what it feels like to be in a fourth quarter situation or win a game tight or whatever the fuck. Like, I know he's coached a lot of football, but there's a huge difference between coaching and playing. And... And relating,
0: right? And relating. relating
1: also, exactly. So and he seems he seems like he's probably really, really hard to talk to and really hard to relate to and really sarcastic. And it's probably because he's smarter than everybody else, but it's this is the wrong business to portray that in. So I uh, I, I think this is pretty fucking short sighted, bro. And the dolphins are really gonna put their nuts in a ringer if they don't handle this correctly. But remember who we're talking about. We're talking about the fucking Miami Dolphins. That is, it's a clown car of, a, of an organization. Franchise is terrible.
0: Hey, you said it. So uh, segue to that. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I got you for a while before you get to your day. Thirsty Thursday. We got to break some fucking football down. First of all, I want to start with some actual real football. And this is something that if I can show you the text message live, I would. I'll show it to you off the air, but I will not blast my boy out. Um, This is the mainstream media brainwashing you fucks in this chat. Everybody on Twitter and in the real world that they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. So me and Matt are going to do our due diligence to show you that the mainstream media are probably not only the worst football analysts. Breaking down football plays, schemes, and points of interest. But it's even worse when you were a former player and played in the NFL. Those are actually the worst coaches in the NFL. The great players are the actual worst coaches. That is by my history. I'm going to ask you. You know what?
1: I agree with you on that. I I think that the reason... One of the reasons I had so many, like, I think everything happens for a reason in my fucked up head, but I truly believe what you just said is true. If you look throughout history, every great player that's been a coach has a hard time relating to the guy on the field who who is struggling. And I was the bottom of the roster guy for six years and had, I was on IR twice and got hurt a bunch and broke my leg and my back and all this other shit. And it was a struggle. So I can,
0: Mike Singletary,
1: can, right? Mike Sing, look at it like Mike Singletary forced Gregg. I mean, you just look down the line of X players. Hey, Dion,
0: but, Dion, before he got to where he's at now, he struggled for years in high school because he thought you could do what I used to do. No,
1: you I, can't. I think he's going to be a good D one coach, though, after learning about all the the politics <laughs> of it. But it's it's hard for a good player to relate to an average player. And it's hard for a football player, a real one, if they were good, bad, or indifferent to relate to a regular dude talking about the game. Um, it's it's just, it's how things are looked at. And look at it like this. Like if Mike Singletary is your coach and he busted his balls for 15 years to be a first ballot uh, All-Pro, first ballot Hall of Famer, won a Super Bowl, best defense ever, which is debatable uh you know just unbelievable run with chicago he becomes the head coach of the 49ers yada 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 well first of all he is going to think that everybody wants to be a 15-year pro and make the hall of fame first ballot and some guys just want to get their pension and some guys just want to play as long as they can it's not realistic to everyone that they're going to be the superstar on the team that's not the way it works so it, it's hard for him to relate to some of the guys on the team, but at the same time, the average player, if they have any balls whatsoever, will strive to be a great one. Yes. so that's that's when they Pete that's when they Pete can Carroll. make up for it. Pete
0: Carroll, Belichick, Saban,
1: all every, were every good coach, brother. Everyone, you, 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 me, anybody that coaches kids, anybody that coaches players, combine to the NFL. NFL to stay to your second contract if you're training for that second contract whatever it is the message that you give and the honesty is what's going to keep you in the room and keep you relevant with your players even if it doesn't mean agreeing with them and that's like I'm looking around the NFL right now and I'm using two cases okay number one in Miami with a first-time head coach that's never done it before that's young and I guarantee you a little starstruck he, if you're the coach and you're sitting in the room and you're enamored with the player you're talking to because you're a fan, that that ain't good. That's not good. And then it, I'm going to look at it in Denver. Hack it with Melvin Gordon and the whole Russell Wilson situation. Melvin didn't play Monday night. He had three carries. He's been He's fumbled in every game. He's cost Denver two games. Nobody wanted him back in Denver. They brought him back. He's acting like a victim. He's complaining on the radio, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay. Hackett immediately had a meeting with him. And who's starting on Sunday? Gordon. So that's the thing. Like, Hackett, were you enamored with him in the meeting? Did he sweet-talk you into starting on Sunday? Because he got three carries Monday night. So this is the thing. If a player can manipulate a coach, there's absolutely no way the coach can hold water in that locker room with any other player. Because you have to have the ability as a coach like, think about Jim Caldwell's situation in Indianapolis when they said, "Hey, Jim, you have to cut Peyton Manning today." Like, excuse me, I know he's hurt, but you want me to cut who? So if a, if a player can manipulate a situation with a coach just by going in there and flashing a smile like he's some, you know, some biddy at the bar, and you're it's two a.m. and you're like one eye looking at her like, yeah, fuck it, she'll do. Like that that's that ain't good, dog. The, these these young, impressionable coaches—I think a lot of them have football cards and were getting signatures and like are super fanboys down deep, and it's affecting the way that they coach, bro. Period. Hey,
0: let's—I agree with that wholeheartedly. I want to break some shit down here because uh, this is going to take us a minute. I'm, I'll get on the board after we watch this video, but the person that you're going to see talk here is uh. Not only spreading misinformation, I want to break this down. We're going to fix the actual breakdown from what he fucked up. He's a very well-known host of a show. Uh, my good friend, who was just his co-host, was on my show two weeks ago. He's now on his own show on the Dan Patrick Show Network. Marcellus Wiley is now on his own show. Um, I, uh, we had a conversation about this very video you're about to watch. Me and Matt are going to break this down. I'll get on the board once we watch the video, and then we'll make it big. And we're going to explain to you the difference between RPO, triple option, double option, etc. And then I'll give you defensive keys on what he fucked this up on. And then Matt's going to talk about O-line and assignments and his responsibilities. Take a listen to Acho. Fuck this up. World can't the Eagles be
2: stopped because they run one of the most complex plays in the NFL. This is the modern-day version of a triple option. This is a group project. You are the linebacker. Let's see if you can stop the play. I'm going to make you Donovan Wilson. Now, he's a safety in reality, but practically speaking on this play, he's a linebacker. Here's his responsibility. No. In the past no, game, he's, not a he's going to he's have, a have one of these safety. two men. In the running game, he's going to have Jalen Hurts if, and only if Jalen Hurts pulls the ball. These this are the responsibilities. Manager, you, viewer, that's the linebacker. All right, let's take a look at what's going on. You're Donovan Wilson. First thing he sees is this is a mesh handoff. What's going on? But as he's seeing it, he's also seeing this tight end influence block. Very much so looks like a run. He's also seeing Devontae Smith come in what looks to be a crackback block. Very much so looks like a run. So you you linebacker, A.K.A. Donovan Wilson, that's what you've seen thus far. But then as the play continues to roll, you see Jalen Hurts is now pulling it. It's a pass play. It's a pass play. Get to your passing responsibilities. What are your passing responsibilities? You got either Dallas Goddard or Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith has entered into your zone, so you have him. But it's a little too late. Eagles run an incredibly complex offense. They showed it to you a couple weeks before against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is that triple option. Look, triple option. Jalen Hurts can hand it off to the running back. You hand it off to the running back,
1: you force hey, the hit, Jaguars hit
2: linebacker and defensive end to maintain their responsibility. But if you don't hand
1: Do you notice, like, I literally do film breakdowns every day. I, I try and tag you on the majority of them so you can see them. Yes, I I, I put him on TikTok constantly. We just hit 50,000 followers last night when I was slumbering on TikTok, which is big time. Thank you to everybody out there that supports. Uh, Keep hitting that fucking follow button. But if you notice something about this is he didn't talk about the front. He didn't talk about the linebackers that are on the field. He just said this safety might as well be a linebacker. That's not true. He's a nickel. He didn't talk about the mic. He didn't talk about the offensive line alignment. He didn't talk about the personnel. He didn't talk about the tight end alignment. He didn't talk about the receiver alignment, three by one, two by two, bunch, close, whatever the fuck. He didn't talk about any of it. He's literally just sitting up there on an iPad, being a prototypical defensive end that's only worried about one thing and one job and just talking shit. And I it's amazing to me that networks can't see through this kind of shit. Like that, bro. Matt. That break that breakdown that we just saw is atrociously terrible from pro. Like, Matt. dog, you're a pro, and that's how you see football.
0: Matt, I'm telling you, dog. But this is what I, okay, Sorry. let's, to your point, I have to share your, I, you touched on exactly what I want to show the world. So let's watch the rest of this, and then I'm going to show you something
2: it off to the running back and you keep it. Now you force the Jack's safety to maintain his responsibility. If you don't keep it and you throw it, now you force the Jack's cornerback or nickelback or free safety to handle his responsibility. Triple option, modern day. The Eagles are making sure that every single defender is on their P's and Q's. When I had to face the triple option in college as a defense, we would practice without a football just to make sure that every defender isn't actually playing the football, but playing their responsibility. That is nearly impossible to stop with one week or five days of practice.
1: Whatever. Impossible to stop? All
0: right,
1: dog. (laughs) Come on, dog. It's impossible to stop with five days of practice. Hey,
0: dog, I got to show you this. I got to show you this, dog. (laughs) Because I want everyone to know, and me and you are laughing at this because I want people to understand. These are the comments <laughs> on his TikTok. Great job, bro! Nice breakdown. Great breakdowns break best ever. I've ever seen. The rest need to be educated by you. Thank you so much. You broke it down perfectly. The fact that Smith shut the fuck up, you dumb fucks! <laughs> So I just so 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 Matt. So you have, gotta
1: cradle the balls when you suck
0: like that. After me and you break down film, guess what? I get you on comments. Know. You don't know shit. You don't know shit. Fuck You're you. Horrible. <laughs>
1: Holy <laughs> shit, homie. Look, look, I would I wouldn't have a problem. The the only reason that I know football like I do is because I played on offense. Like de, look, defensive players, as a defensive player my entire life, all through high school. I played both ways in high school, but I consider myself a defensive player. My entire college career, starting at defensive end at three technique in Colorado, and then my first two years in the NFL at nose tackle for the Jets, before they said to me, do you want a job or do you want to play defense? And I said, I guess I'll take a job. And they said, you're a guard. And I was like, cool. Until that point, when I got moved to offense and they handed me the playbook and Bill Callahan sat down with me every fucking day for 18 months, essentially, and taught me how to look at football correctly, I never understood exactly what was going on, which is why I teach the other side of the ball first. I want I want to teach the mirrored position. If you're a three technique, I'm teaching you guard center. If you're a five technique, I want you to know what the tackling tight ends are doing all the time in the offensive line. I want to mirror the position, middle linebacker, running back, free safety, strong safety, quarterback, yada, yada, yada. The inability for Ocho, and I'm sure is a nice dude. No one's going after him personally. I know he's a baller, and he's in the NFL alumni, and I'm not attacking the guy. So, and I, it, The fact that I even have to fucking say that, it, it, it's, it's totally pointed at all the people that are super soft that can't handle what I'm about to say. The fact that he is a pro, and he's on such a platform like he is, people actually think that it's that easy where it's just, hey, this guy's going to run down and this guy's going to go over here and this guy's got him and the nickel free safety over the corner on this side's got him, but we're three by one to the other side, so there's really only two guys over here. And then the Mike linebacker's got him and this guy's got him. And in practice, we didn't practice with the ball, so that's why I'm right. That That's not, that's not breaking down film and articulating it to everyone so they can understand. That's just getting through a segment quickly on fucking on on espn it's like going to the strip club and they're like there's no boom boom room and you pull out a wad and they're like hey come to the back for three minutes and you're like fuck it you i only got three minutes here's some money so that that's essentially what you just got from onto you just got wham bam thank you ma'am and robbed hey but that's the thing grant
0: fleming said break it down then jb why what are you giving me motherfucker shut the fuck up you're not no, even I, a okay it's, so
1: so what what play is that
0: my chat i'll break it down the, when i want to break it down
1: you show me your resume first, motherfucker. Well so, hold on. Was, is that was, is was, that the uh, is that the play from Sunday night? Uh yeah. That's Dallas Philly from Sunday on the goal line, right? Uh yeah. Okay. Was that the was that the Hurts did he run that in or did he throw it? I can't remember the play.
0: Uh, you threw it to uh,
1: uh, Smith in the end Smith, zone. okay. And that was like back in the end zone, touchdown. Yeah. Okay, I got it. So, yeah. so, so I, I will break the play down. I'll go on all 22. There it is when right there. Get, there
0: it is right there. Smith yeah, got so it. Yeah,
1: 20, so 27, that was made at 26-17. Got it. So I will go on in all 22 when JB and I get off this morning. And I will break this down from the back end. I have the all 22 on NFL Network in my film room over here to the left. And I will break this motherfucker down and I'll post it on all the platforms and I'll get deep on what should happen and shouldn't happen. And I'll tag JB and he can he can quote it and and put it up so everybody sees it. But look, folks, you have to understand that this is a game of chess. This is not a checkers game. And Acho as a defensive player has only been taught checkers. He's been taught checkers his whole life. You're a one gap player. Do your job and everybody else will do theirs. You don't need to know what everybody else is doing. Quit fucking thinking and chase the ball defensively. He needs to start looking at it like it's a fucking chess game, bro. And that's what football is. And for him to say, for him to have the audacity as a defensive player to say, I don't know how you're going to stop this in five days. Dog, they figured out how to stop Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, John Elway, Aikman, fucking Cunningham. Michael Vick, all these other motherfuckers, they've been figuring out how to stop in five days. Everybody has bad games. Aaron Rodgers just played like shit. You can stop anybody if you scheme and you're smart and you can tell everybody what to do. This is what we're going to do.
0: All these fucking naysaying shit talkers in here, this is what we're going to do right now, Matt, me and you. So I want to break this down for all the naysayers in this fucking room that know so much football. So all Ravens, right. Brown. we're going to run a little. This is Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. We're going to break down the difference between RPO, triple option, double option for all you fucking guys that think Acho knows football. So this is what we're going to do. They're running a reduction. That Matt talks about it all the time. Every time he breaks it down, he breaks, he talks about the splits. This, this tight end right here is in a reduction split. All yep. right. So that tells something. That's why this corner is outside in looking in, right? He knows he has an outbreaking route coming or a quick route or a
1: ISO. So like
0: some things he can do. The Ravens are doing some things that I run on offense. So I understand completely what they're doing here. This is double option. All right. But before I break it down, I want to show the play. And I want all you dick riders out there to to tell me that this is triple option and RPO. All right? Please tell me. So we're going to break this down. I'm going to tell you the difference between RPO, triple, and double option. And I want you to see this play run, okay? Here we go. So we have a defensive end unblocked here. All right? So the first thing people are going to say is, Oh, it's an RPO. Well, no, because RPOs aren't. We no, we don't read D linemen on RPOs. Number one. So I want to make sure all you Dick writers out there understand. We do not read D linemen when we run RPOs. We run what's called double option or triple option. The game has just evolved now. So from me running double option, reading the DN and just pulling the football, meaning this: if the DN were to crash. This guy were to block this bike backer, and he pulls the football. It's called double option. I can give the back the ball based on what the DN did, or I can keep it. Well, we've evolved now. Instead of having to run our quarterback, we're doing the same thing with a throw option based on what the DN does. So instead of Lamar running the football, he's now can throw the football off the DN. So – it is considered double option in my world, not an RPO. I want to make sure we're clear. This is double option football. Now, I want to show Matt the tight copy of this because Lamar Jackson fucked up. Lamar Jackson made the wrong read. Forgive Lamar the ball. Jackson should have handed the football off.
1: Every time, 100%. And it Look is a
0: touchdown. Look at this. Matt, Matt McChesney's dick is hard as a rock right now. This, this guy has a hat. We got the tight end with a hat. 77 has a hat. We've got this thing blocked up, fucking beautiful. I would like to see 79's hat inside here, like Matt would probably want to see. But everyone else, look at this wall of shit. Like, this is a touchdown. Let's keep watching it. Mark Ingram broke through the line of scrimmage, by the way. He's a touchdown. But guess what? Lamar doesn't know how to read what he's doing, he's not being coached very well. Miles Garrett, first of all, pre-snap alignment, Matt would tell you. He's in an air nine technique. Pre-snap telling me as a quarterback, I'm giving the fucking football unless, unless this dude just screams. He doesn't. He's slow playing it. He's in my throwing lane. You're lucky, Miles Garrett, don't pick the football off. So, again, Lamar doesn't understand. I wanted to show you this is double option versus RPO and triple option. That is how I explain double option to you, okay? We're going to keep going though and, and I am sorry to keep talking over Matt, but I'm going to talk real quick so I can explain to you what this is now, okay? So, I'm going to show you the end zone copy of this play. Now, now we're in a completely different play. This is a co- this is double option again as well. But I guarantee you Acho would call this shit fucking triple option or rpo or some bullshit this is double option all right let me explain why this is double option because all you guys in the chat i know you understand this i know you know what this scheme is right no you don't you don't have a fucking clue what this scheme is who is unblocked here this fucking guy This is double option. This is now what we run our POs off of. That means we'll throw a guy on a slant back here. If he takes the box, we'll throw it. If he gets expanded, we'll hand the football off. Well, this is double option between him and Lamar Jackson and the back. So if this guy were to attach the box and come down into the line of scrimmage, Lamar will keep the football. We have a blocker on the edge and. This is the action we have, and this guy is the read key because he's unblocked. I know it by scheme. I run the same scheme. Bad read again by Lamar, bad mechanics because this is the teaching step. First of all, this is horrible mesh. His feet are in the way of the back. We're cutting the mesh Mm -hmm. off. His forearm should be the only thing I see in the mesh, and his eyes should be stuck on the mic. He should ride this front foot into the line of scrimmage so this guy can get down in the line of scrimmage And maybe 73 comes off for him. But since the ride and mesh is so shitty and he leaves so prematurely, guess what he does? He reacts, sees ball, comes over the top, and now Lamar Jackson runs 40 yards lateral to gain one fucking yard. All right? That is a bad read by Lamar. This is double option football, the same thing you saw a second ago when we threw it off of Miles Garrett. So – Matt, I just wanted to explain double option compared to RPO. Uh, if you have anything to add, please add on to that. But that's how you break down a fucking scheme, unlike Acho just fucking did.
1: Well, one thing that everybody needs to understand, too, is Lamar Jackson, we talk about him a lot. He's one of the very few quarterbacks that never walks up to the line of scrimmage and identifies anything. And good ones, in my opinion, guys that I've played with and guys that I've studied, uh, and, and coaches that I talked to. I talked to Bill Musgrave last night for 25 minutes about, you know, offense coordinator of the league. He's the OC at Cal now. He's got one of my quarterbacks coming in this week to visit Berkeley. And we started talking about high school football, and five minutes into it, we're talking about fronts and blitz pickups and protection schemes and just football guys talking football. So, I first of all, we have to identify what we're looking at. And Lam, I don't know if Lamar knows that he's looking at what he's looking at, this under with a tilted nose and a, a four technique, a type five four technique over here on his right tackle, and when and then the outside influence uh, of the nickel, the tightness of the two linebackers, the fact that this front side right guard and center are going to heavy ace to that backside linebacker, and we're trying to isolate that that first linebacker there. The right tackle is blocking two guys at once. So he's playing through the inside shoulder of the five technique on the way to the linebacker. So whichever one of those two guys decides to play the quarterback, there's a massive fucking lane for the back. He should give the ball again. Because right it. when he oh, right when he runs out, you just watch the hole right when Lamar takes off. Bam, right there. Oh, no, no. Look at that. And so now they're all going to chase him because they know he, he holds the ball. So that's two instances where he's not giving the ball and there should be touchdowns and they blocked it. Right. But I don't know if he knows the way that his, the ball fake, the mesh point, the alignment, the motion, everything that goes into the play. I don't know if he really understands. I'm saying bro. he doesn't. I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know if he understands exactly what he's looking at and how to attack it. I think he's just playing football.
0: Look, Matt, look at how bad the mesh is though. If we're going to run the double option and an RPO and in an the NFL,
1: don't I'm we surprised want, they're not tripping on each other.
0: Don't we want the cue to be legit, though? Don't 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 we want the cue to run it like we're teaching it in college and, and, and we're going to really ride the mesh through the line of scrimmage and get our forearms in the mesh, get our front foot into the line of scrimmage so we can get guys to bite down? Look how fast he is. Look how tight the mesh is. We don't even see forearms, Matt. They, well,
1: this, this, guy, this is my point is he's predetermined that he's running.
0: Yes, and, and we're reading a backer, Matt. And you know, as I know, if you're coaching on the defensive side of the things now, me and you are going over on defense now, we're saying, well, fucked dog. There's not even any riding glide. We're not even seeing forearms extended. We see the back faking his, his arm roll. He ain't giving the football. We're gone. We're gone and bouncing. The, the, the mesh is horrible. So look what the backer does. The backer don't even take a fit read. He takes a lateral and goes. Right, he, he just knows. takes off. Yep. He goes. So Lamar Jackson ran 40 yards to gain a yard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean it look, it it, it kind of is what it is. It's gotten to the point where this is Baltimore's offense, unfortunately. And look, right here. Okay. Go back to that that the, the end zone look. Perfect right there. Now. The way that it should go, Ocho should walk up and go. Okay, right off the bat, the Baltimore Ravens are an eleven personnel. They're an eleven personnel close bunch. It's a wide bunch, but it is close to the tight end to the tackle. Close bunch, tight end scissor. Mark Andrews is in a scissor scissor position here. Most defensive fronts counter this with under. They counter under because under is a pass rush. You know, isolate pass rush front. Your three technique and your five technique backside on your under allows for a double team in the scissor or the sizzle tight end to kick out the five technique. This allows a lot of different things in the mesh point when you're in pistol and it isolates some of the defenders and makes them do their job. The under front by Cleveland. Okay. Is an under nickel. There's two true linebackers under is I I just drew up the, the, the gap under, under is the three technique on the backside in the B gap. So right now they have five, three, one tilt, Front side, like seven technique in between the tackle and the scissor tight end. And then they're pointing 80. I think that's 83 right there, the receiver. They're pointing 83 with the nickel and walking the Sam down and rotate and cover high one. So then they push the two linebackers out to the underside. The reason they're running under is because they're isolating the three and the five backside to isolate pass rushes on play actually hey, things that. Everybody
0: nature. in the chat, none of them know what you just said. And so I, I want to clarify because everybody knows so much football, but then they don't have a fucking clue what you just said. So I'm going to be I'm going to be more layman than Matt is. What he just said, an underfront is is basically we have an open B gap to the strength of the formation. That is what an underfront is to all you fucks out there.
1: So, if, see, if this you need to make it as right
0: that yep. open gap is to the strength of the formation. That's well, me. Everyone else else listening,
1: everyone listening and watching, it's real easy. There's only five real fronts. There's an overload front that's game planned, there's over, where the three technique is to the tight end strength, there's under. Which is what this is the three techniques away from the tight end strength. There's even, which is NASCAR, which is four pass rushers and double three techniques. There's odd, where you have a zero, double four eyes, a Mike Will, two gap backers in the bubble, Sam Jack. And then there's bear. And bear is a zero and double three techniques, nine five, depending on the alignment of the offense. So that's it. It's over, under, even, bear, and odd. And those five fronts are all you're going to see 99.9% of the time. So right when you walk up to the line of scrimmage as an offensive player, the first thing we have to do is identify where the three technique is, and then we need to figure out how many linebackers are on the field, and then we need to look at the safeties. Right now, under, nickel, cover one, bam, and we're rolling, and now we can get everything else out that we need to get out to articulate to win. Uh, Defensively, when you walk up, you're looking at the backfield. How many backs are in the backfield? That's the first number the tight ends, how many tight ends are on the field? That's the second number right here. It's 11 personnel making it three wide receivers. So now we'll go 11, 11, 11. It's three by one, the tight ends in the three by one side. So this is 11, three by one bunch X ISO to the left. All right. And obviously you put Mark Andrews in a scissor position, a scissor tight end is when he's off the ball. All right. And he can, he can run opposite of the line of scrimmage. So if if the ravens run sparrow which is power or a zone right double double r is outside zone right then mark andrews will go left to kick out the five technique so they can double team the shit out of the three and climb to that linebacker behind the three technique in the underfront right here so look there it's a lot of shit but there's only so many things you can do and it's not really as hard as people make it out to be in my personal opinion i know hey, i've been so doing that. this my whole life let's
0: break down let's break down this, the difference between what we just broke down in double option and RPO, what's Acho fucked up. Now I want to show what is a, what I call ride and glide, which is pure play action. And I want everyone to see the difference, okay? And I'm going to explain to you real simply why this is not RPO, why this is not double option, why this is definitely fucking not triple option that Acho was trying to explain. This is the difference, all right, real fast. Let's watch the quarterback's head, eyes, and action compared to what we've seen the last two plays I broke down when we were reading the mic, when we were reading Miles Garrett. This is the difference. Watch watch this man right here. We know this is play action all day long, 100% of the time. Also, we know what the O-line's doing is also showing play action. But let's watch Lamar's eyes in the backfield. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody. We're going to ride and glide with the mesh. His eyes are in the backfield. And this is play action one hundred percent. It's a completely different ball game. By the way, it's a horrible football. Oh this my ball- god!
1: Look at the look at the receiver running the fucking the mess well, on the right.
0: Coach, I already I broke this play down a year ago. Like, first of all, this ball should have been thrown right now for a touchdown. That's what I'm saying. That guy's and white asshole. This ball should be thrown. That's out another
1: fucking head. touchdown.
0: Instead, it's thrown in the back number. Now he's an easy tackle. So it's a fucking ten yard gain instead of a fucking fifty. And uh, again. By the way, he's throwing into traffic with this Mike Backer being—if he was Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis bats this ball down because he understands football much more. This is the ball you, you need to go here for the fucking ball. This needs to be thrown open right there. He's trying to play two guys. I mean, it's just bad. But anyway, that's the difference between a ride and glide play action and a double option. That is why we invent. We we want. I wanted to show this to you, and and break this down. It's unlike Acho did. Um, I just wanted to make sure you guys got to see it. That's the wide angle of it. Um, let's see. I want to go to the next play real quick. But I just think I think there's a tri- an actual another ride and glide, not RPO. Let's see. I want to get to a triple play so you can really see what that means. Um, this is just drop back. Um, if this is not the play, we'll fucking move on. But. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's
1: just an ISO.
0: Yeah, it's just horrible, too. It's horrible back action. If you're going to run triple option and double option and RPO, Matt, you got to do it on every fucking snap from the quarterback spot. Because if I'm coaching my defense up, I know when his hat's reading me and when he's not. And then he's not, he's not a plus one guy. I'm bringing the fucking house to the party.
3: Oh, because bro. I mean,
0: but the way, the way the that
1: you destroy football. this. Like we were
0: to destroy this shit, man. Yeah. I don't understand. That's why I do believe coach <laughs> is the worst I've ever seen it. Because, again, like your point was, I made my offensive GAs coach defense year one. I made my defensive GAs coach offense year one. And that is a Pete Carroll model. Pete Carroll would take your safety coach and put him on offense as a year one GA. He'd do the same with your DBs and put him on our, our, a wideout coach. He'd put him on defense year one. And that is what you do so you learn both sides. Me and Matt can coach both fucking sides and stop each other. And that's why you have to know football in totality. And if this quarterback right here's hat is not going to show me eyes, I'm bringing hats to the fucking party because he ain't a fucking danger to me. So guess what this 39 is? I'm bringing this motherfucker.
1: Yeah, we're attacking everything.
0: I don't get it.
1: Well, it make make Lamar beat you if he if you attack him and you put eight in the box, and he can beat you, then good good for you. That's your job. If you can't, then you're fucked because we're gonna keep doing it.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I got you for a couple minutes. Let me let me let me get to uh, a few things I had on my deal here. I I just I I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. If that's a word that I want to use I've flabbergasted. Never... Very rarely
1: do I get to hear flabbergasted. Good. Yeah, word. I
0: I feel like I just took my tampon out of
1: my pussy. Yo, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I,
0: truly, I truly I truly feel a certain type of way saying that word. I hey, guess, What what
1: happened with this basketball player last night, dog? Oh, dog. Like when I had the screenshot when you when you responded to old boy Retina D's nuts, I almost felt off my fucking chair i was laughing so hard by myself at my house it was ridiculous retina, oh, these nuts, he hurt his retina <laughs> shut the fuck off your i retina. mean even if he did get his eye ripped out bro like get up and leave the floor why are you being like why are you that's being kareem, fucking... Matt. Matt, kareem abdul jabbar homie yeah with one eye didn't he play too
0: yes he fucking played like <laughs> of course he did nat they airlifted this motherfucker out last night like he got sniped by the fucking DC sniper or something.
1: So they, uh, uh, if they airlifted him, then it's No, 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 no. Him. They did I'm, kidding. Oh, I'm they kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm just,
0: okay. hell no. But I'm saying they acted like he was airlifted.
1: So, I, I mean, remember that Dwayne Wade got like taken off the floor because he dislocated his shoulder in a wheelchair. Your shoulder doesn't help you walk.
0: <sighs> Matt,
1: they walked over to this motherfucker hey.
0: like, Cool. I was like, "Holy fuck, dude! He got his eye grazed."
1: Holy like, if fuck. you, if you, if you can get to the NFL and or the NBA or whatever, and like fake injuries, you can make a ton of money. <laughs>
0: I mean, no, no, I think it's just holy like, shit.
1: I think that's how pussy they are. I just think they're that pussy. Like, I, I just want to get paid, and then I'm just going to be like, "Oh my eye! Oh no!" <laughs> and uh, look, if this kid's really hurt, then I'm sorry. That sucks, but. I, it, it looked it looked like another flop foul in the fucking, you know, NBA. It was, it was dog shit. It was terrible. All
0: right. Mac, I don't know if we have the quote from Russell Wilson, but the title is this. Have you seen quote. the
1: new commercial, JB?
0: I haven't seen the new commercial, but I, I have you seen his quote. Have you seen what he said today about his injury?
1: About the Wolverine blood? Yeah. Look at that. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You need to watch the new commercial, Jay. You Find the new commercial. There's literally a time in the new commercial where he is blindfolded, homie. Doing what? Eating, Trying to eat a fucking danger witch. I'm so over this cat, dog. He's the corniest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. I didn't think he was that corny when we first signed him because I didn't see him or hear from him every day. But now I know why the Seattle media and all the people in Seattle are worn out after 12 years of this shit. I mean, Russell Wilson might be the corniest, most smug, fakest dude I've ever been around. That's not good. That's not what you want at the quarterback position. And to hear all this shit like he isolates his teammates and you have to go through his fucking publicist to make a phone call, like make an appointment to have a phone call with your teammate and your boy – like, you ain't special, bitch. You're just a, a fucking quarterback in the NFL. You're not special. All right, all right.
0: Let me play devil's advocate to Matt and Matt's pure fucking testosterone hatred towards this fucking weirdo. I just
1: don't, I just, I don't understand it. It's super smug. If, if I was blocking for him and he said to me, the only way you can get a hold of me is to go through my fucking receptionist or whoever, I'd be like, dog, do you want me to block for you or not? <laughs> I'm going right. to let Fletcher Cox go.
0: I, I hear you on that,
1: but let me, let me, let me, uh, let me. Um... You need to watch this commercial before All you right, go, Devils Max, Advocate.
0: Max, Max pulling it up, but let Pull me, up the play Devils Advocate. Let me play Devils Advocate as the coach here in defense of Russell Wilson that I picked to be the MVP and go to this fucking Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: Bad I pick.
0: You castrate <laughs> me. Castrate <laughs> me. Um, here, here oh, is, this is what I want to break down. Dog Russell Wilson. Wolverine blood, uh, injection blood, uh, fat, fucking wobble body looking cat now with the fucking. Did
1: you, say, did you just say he looks fat?
0: <laughs> yeah. But let me God, say something.
1: Dog, really Wilson,
0: though, all the weird shit that he does, and we clown him, and he's exploited himself, in my opinion. He is available, though, more than most guys.
1: He still plays the game. Well, look, look, no one's saying he's not tough and he doesn't go out and play. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying that all of this fake enthusiasm, people can tell when you're fake. That's what I'm saying. No, no. The fake enthusiasm, like, at, at the podium at the press conference this week when he's up there smiling, telling jokes, talking about Wolverine blood. Dog, you just scored 16 points again. You, got the, you, you are heading the number one worst offense in the fucking NFL. You're 32nd out of 32. They just paid you $250 million. And you're acting like this is just some, like, we're in the preseason selling shit. Like, ah, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Like, that's not the way this works. Maybe that was the way it worked in laissez-faire Seattle, but not with the Denver Broncos. on the quarterback of this fucking franchise. And then on top of that, everywhere you look, he's doing something other than football. Dog, find this fucking commercial. I saw it this morning when I got out of bed. It's on social media. It is literally this dummy making just awful career decisions, dog. I mean, it is. <laughs> terrible.
0: Matt, uh, Matt's going to find it. He does a hell of a job for us in the back. It of the is shadows. terrible,
1: man. Wait for hey, Let's run
0: through a show. two minute drill real quick. Uh, the greatest two minute drill in football. Uh, we do it right here. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We're going to be in, we're in a two minute drill. We go, uh, we're going to do this real quick, and then me and Matt will break down a few other things tonight's football game key matchups. But for the two minute drill, Matt, I'm just going to ad lib yeah. this. I want to go through it with you. I will break down. Uh, I'll give you the pac 12. I'll break down K state, TCU, Syracuse, Clemson. Uh, I'll do Texas, Oklahoma state. You do UCLA, Oregon, Ole miss LSU. We'll just give us our, we'll just, we'll just talk key matchups. I'll go for a minute. I'll do, I'll do Texas, uh, Syracuse and K state. You got a minute breakdown UCLA, Oregon, Ole miss LSU. Uh, I'll just, I'll start with Texas. Uh, we're on the clock ready. Let's go Texas at Oklahoma state. Uh, Another rivalry game, Sarkeesian, in in my opinion, has to win the football game. I want to make sure that you're clear. Does TCU beat Oklahoma State twice in a row? Because that is the trend. I've been showing it. I've been breaking it down. It seems like these soft generational kids cannot get over a 24-hour rule. They lose to the opponent the week before. They automatically lose the next week. I think it's like fucking almost 100% of the time. KU just did it. They allowed TCU to beat them twice. Oregon State has allowed it. So on and so on and so on. So does Alabama have it allowed this week? Does Tennessee beat Alabama twice? We'll find out. Syracuse, Clemson. Syracuse, Dino Baber is doing a hell of a job, maybe up for coach of the year, AP coach of the year at least. Uh, He has to travel to Clemson, minus 13 and a half underdogs. I think Syracuse plays Clemson tough. I think they're all about the hype. I think they are real. And I think if they beat Clemson, they can literally go undefeated. And now you have to put them in into consideration of a Final Four appearance. Um, K-State, TCU. Does TCU continue to stay undefeated or can K-State stop the magic? I think it's going to come down to turnovers. It's at TCU. It's homecoming for TCU. I would think K-State would want nothing more than to spoil that. Um, I think K-State beats TCU. That's my pick of the week this week. But Let's get into UCLA-Oregon. Matt, take it over. Oregon's favorite, six and a half at Oregon. Chip Kelly's old home. Matt has it for a minute. Go.
1: All right. So I got UCLA, Oregon, Old Miss, LSU, and CU, Oregon State. Uh, and then I got to jump off and go train the next generation. So number one, UCLA at Oregon. They've only won once in the last 10 years, UCLA. Uh, and that was one of the years Oregon was down. Oregon runs this team usually when they play him. Eugene, game day is going to be there. Eugene's popping. Uh, I talked to Coach Dan Lanning on Tuesday. He's got them roaring and ready to go. But DTR is a game changer, bro. And Bo Nix is going to have to match him. And I don't know if he can. I think UCLA has a special year in front of them. I think they're going to end up uh, Thanksgiving time undefeated, going against the one-loss USC for the Pac-12. Uh, and then maybe an opportunity to go play Oregon again, Oregon again in the Pac-12 title game. This could be a, a rematch down the road. But I'm going to take UCLA on the road, regardless of the points. Uh, I just think that they've got something special brewing in Westwood this year. Uh, the second game, Old Miss at LSU. Now, look, I'm going to say this again, and I consistently say it: if the Indians have to change their name, okay, and the you know, and and the the Redskins have to change their name, then. Maybe they should figure out a way to get rid of the old Miss Confederates because, like, I understand that it's the rebels, but the, the you know, the mascot is literally a Confederate soldier with a mustache. And as a, as a black dude in America, how can you play for that fucking school, number one? I'm glad they're undefeated, I guess, and they're playing well, but how can you do that? So they really need to look at that, number one. But, uh, look, Old Miss, LSU, this is an opportunity for Lane Kiffin to put an, an, another nail in LSU's coffin this year. You know, Brian Kelly, I didn't think he was the right hire when he went down there. He doesn't fit the culture, and I don't think he's the right hire now. We'll see what happens when he gets his transfers and his recruits in. But, you know, this is an opportunity for Old Miss to really beat the shit out of a rival. Uh, and Old Miss is good. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up beating Alabama, too, and they're representing the West uh, out of the SEC. Uh, and then – I'm gonna take Old Miss over LSU there and then CU Oregon State. I had Mike Sanford, the intern head coach of uh University of Colorado on my podcast, uh, Savage and Average the other day on Tuesday night and he tore it up. They had a great interview. Uh and and look, they're they're keeping it rolling. I, I I really think that uh Corvallis is a trap. I mean, to most teams, but CU is is the underdog here and everybody thinks they're gonna lose. And I, I I really think that they're gonna go on the road and play hard as hell and and upset the Beavers uh, in Corvallis, and you're going to be sitting at 2-0 with Mike Sanford looking like he might be the next head coach in Boulder. So, it, look, there's some really good college games this weekend, uh, more ranked matchups. The Kansas State-TCU game is going to be a goddamn war. A um, couple of announcements before I get off here and let JB keep rocking the house. JB and I are going to be uh, coaching down at the uh, All-American Bowl. I posted that yesterday. I'm super excited about it, go down there and – Coach with uh, one of my ex-coaches, Noel Mazzoni, and and uh, coach one of my guys, Josh Bates, who's going to be the starting center for the West. So I can't wait until Christmas time to go down to Dallas and do that. Uh, and then uh, number two, on Monday, uh, all you Colorado listeners out there, I'm going to be uh, on 92.5 FM, Altitude Sports Radio out here in Denver. I'm going to be on 10 to 12 daily with Chris Dempsey uh, moving forward and rocking the airwaves here in the great state of Colorado. So we'll keep rocking this show every morning. Uh, and bringing you guys that truth, and then, well, who are you taking tonight? Before I jump up?
0: Um, yeah. So I'm going to take the Saints, just because Kyler Murray's a mental midget, and I just don't- <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a
1: mental cripple. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Hopkins is a huge contributor because of the guy getting the football. Even if he just solo reads them the whole night and fucking throws ten footballs, I don't know if it's going to be enough. Uh, Kyler think-
1: Murray's <laughs> a mental <laughs> cripple. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going right, to break that game down later as far as the Can't key matchups. You got a defensive-minded coach in Allen going against an offensive-minded coach in Kingsbury who's on the hot seat. What do you like?
1: I like Tyson Hill to go off tonight again. I think Tyson Hill, I think they're going to feature him, and Kamara's going to get some run, but I think Tyson Hill's going to get a lot of run at quarterback, running back, tight end. If, you, if you're if you betting tonight, and I, I would go find that that double t- that double touchdown bet and i would put it on tyson hill all day every day all right the dungeon family's walking in here to the lab so i gotta go
0: Hey, i appreciate Peace, you talk tomorrow. later um uh, always always great oops i deleted myself uh i like doing a two-minute drill man we get after it and get after that real talk and break those games down uh, i i think k-state's gonna beat them this week i think that is gonna happen um I don't know anything about DeVito and the Illinois quarterback. So he must not be too fucking good. Um, no, I don't I don't I'm just kidding. He may be good. I don't watch everybody do. I got too many shit going on, so I don't get a chance to watch a lot of motherfuckers play. So uh let me let me get into a few things before uh I'll take a break at the eight o'clock hour to get me a coffee and take a piss. Uh, seven minutes from now, I want to break sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com, get you some fucking merch. Gorgian, I know you got some merch the other day. Allen's in the house. Allen's in the house. Um, <clears throat> Go get you some merch. It is right there, CoachJBStore.com. Um, check it out. Go grab you some. Um, I want to break a few things down. If Tua is not the guy, because Coach JB's the coach, and I say, you know what? I'm going to sit him. Who is the guy? Do you roll with Teddy Bridgewater the rest of the year? Do you play the weirdo porn star named kid? I don't even know his name, Skyler Diggins, or whatever his name is. Or if you play Tua, do you understand going in there that he doesn't have Wolverine blood like Russell Wilson, and he's going to possibly be fucking, unfortunately, murdered? Like, this cat is being set up for failure. So let's keep him off the field. Let's roll with Teddy, who's a proven high commodity as a winner in the NFL. He's always done well as a backup. And just eat it, dog. Just eat this shit. Just eat this shit. Allen, and this is the thing. That head coach is a fucking weirdo. Allen, I don't know if you've been on lately and seen the shows, dog, but I've have you noticed the difference between the coaches that are strolling the sidelines and what they used to be and what they are now? They're all math majors, dog. Coach JVs don't, don't live no more. They don't walk the sideline no more, Allen. It's this weirdo fucks. It's the weirdo fucks. You don't have Rex Ryan no more, Bill Cower, You don't have Bruce Arians. You're getting rid of them slowly but surely, and we're cutting math majors on the sideline math majors are more and more coaching because of all the analytics all the bullshit betting that's going on we want to make sure we're covering bets analytics no common sense no grind no anything man it's fucking unbelievable to me it's unbelievable to me so who is the guy and 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 I just hate to see Tua dog go out there and get hurt I hate to see it um oh shit i don't know if russell wilson continues to struggle do they continue to talk about getting him out of there though that's a key and i after the break i'm gonna break down tom brady and who is the beneficiary beneficiary who is going to benefit after he leaves who's going to be the starting quarterback in tampa bay I want to break down Kyle Trask, all things Kyle Trask. I recruited Kyle out of high school. He went to Manville High School. Um, same school as Carlos Thompson, On Parker, uh, Gary Haynes. Uh, same quarterback as the King kid who was, was the starter for four years. Trask backed him up. King ended up going to Houston and later Miami. Uh, Kyle was his backup and never left high school never transferred one time he could have went to a million schools anywhere he wanted to in the country and he still signed with Florida on a full ride and he's now the backup for Tom Brady and he'll probably be the starter and I believe Kyle Trask is going to have a hell of an NFL career similar to what Tom Brady's done that is my prediction you heard it here first. I'm going to break all things down. Kyle Trask and Tom Brady in the Bucks Is Kyle Trask the heir apparent to Tom Brady? I want to get into that later on. Um, I, I truly believe that's going to happen there. Unlike how Jordan Love is going to be the great heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. I don't believe that's the case, but I would not be shocked. If Jordan Love is better than Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, All these other motherfuckers that are absolutely dog shit. And I wouldn't be surprised just by through osmosis, he's gaining more information from watching Aaron Rodgers every day than all these other motherfuckers thrown into the fire. Pickett, Ritter, fucking Fields, Murray, Trey Lance. All these cats that are on, for the most part, shitty teams Sam Darnold's been cleared to come back. I think Sam Darnold's going to come back and give the Carolina Panthers a boost that they needed, like I've said all year long. Baker's not the guy. He's fucking horrible. And uh, he needs to go back to doing commercials. He is absolutely shitty. He needs to get out of football. I'm just telling you. Tyler Murray needs to get out of football. Derek Carr, he needs to be a backup somewhere. He's not the fucking guy. Tom Brady falls a three and three dog and he's had one of the worst career losses in an against an awful Pittsburgh team uh, that went to two and four so who replaces Brady uh I believe it's Kyle Trask I like him I think he's benefiting from Brady right now quiet is kept nobody's talking about it uh, I I'm gonna break that down in totality and I'm gonna get to the Thursday night game I'm gonna break down tonight's game um I'm gonna yeah rush rush two rush two Allen um i'm gonna break down tonight's games key matchups and i'm gonna get into some college football and i'm gonna break down the college football games landscapes for the week uh even though we're gonna talk about that tomorrow morning i do have brian mitchell joining me on the show tomorrow morning right out the gate former nfl running back host of the washington redskin or washington commander's uh, radio show he does every day um but i'm gonna get into that me and brian will have a great conversation tomorrow morning right here on the show Uh, If you don't know who Brian Mitchell is, then you just are fucking not very football savvy. You don't know shit about shit, and you should be castrated. That is what the fuck I think about that. Um, But having said that, um, I'm going to get me some coffee, take a piss, and uh, what do I know? Stay tuned. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Don't go nowhere. We got an hour left, and I'm going to rock the fucking house. But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is, watering down college football? But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, Coach, hell no. Nah. Really? So, Appalachian State goes into AM, a $40 million booster loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at, at Appalach- uh, Appalachian State, makes $425K a year. But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four star player on their roster, FYI, one. Texas A&M has 56 four- or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. $4,125,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe 100K, maybe 100K, maybe 100K, maybe 100K. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? 45, 50. You know AM's quarterback coach makes $325,000, almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina, another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you a higher-ranked team in a low-scoring affair. But what do I know? <laughs> 56 four- and five-star players. Appalachian State has one. And by the way, Bruce Helms, they did it to Michigan in 2007. They weren't even a Division I team yet. I hope you do know that. They were an FCS school at the time they beat Michigan. So... <laughs> But what do I know? All right. Let's get after it. Uh show is brought to you by CanadaDipCBD.com. Make sure all you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Appreciate all you guys joining me every morning, man. We're getting the show growing. It's growing and growing. That's what she said. Um, make sure you uh, pound that like button. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. We got a bunch of shit to pick from. And make sure if you're in California, come meet and greet me on Saturday, this Saturday, 3 to 8 p.m. in Costa Mesa at High Times Wine and Spirits uh, right there in Bar Row, man, Newport Beach, beautiful area. Uh, the launch of my slapdick cigars this Saturday, 3 to 8 p.m. Come get a picture. Come sign up, get a book signed, whatever it is. I'll have books there as well. You can purchase a book, get it signed, take a picture, whatever you want to do. Shoot the shit, chop it up. Maybe I'll go have a drink with your ass. As long as you ain't a weirdo, fuck like some of you guys are in the chat much love to everybody and uh hit hit like button subscribe become a member let's get to the third and long segment of this show we got the third and long we still have the post snap read segment of this show as well uh but right now it's third down and we're about to get into a few things i'm gonna get into uh Falcons and Bengals this weekend. Um, Both teams sit at three and three. They're tied for first place uh, with the Bucks and the Ravens, respectively. Both teams need a win, and they're going to try to control their own divisions. I think the fucking Falcons are the team to beat in the division now. I'm sorry. That's just being honest. I'm being real with it. I'm being real with it. So, um, I got to be honest. I think that. If that late hit on Tom Brady doesn't happen, the fucking Falcons are in first place alone right now, number one. And why don't show up, dog, and start free freestyling, homie? I love the hate. I love people that just come in the chat. Falcons will have losing record. And that's it that's just what he said they they have no resume to support it they have no reason why they won't tell you why they have no fucking understanding of why they just say falcons will have losing record nobody knows who ben adams is he's not a member so nobody can hold him accountable when the falcons win the division later on and now everyone's like oh yeah remember that guy that came in the chat falcons will lose <laughs> Oh, my God, I love the Dick Riders in this motherfucker. Um, can the Jets keep up with Buffalo? That's going to be a huge one. Buffalo's next three weeks are tough as they come off a big win versus KC. Uh, this week they have a bye, but uh, they will play the Packers at home. Then they travel to New York to take on the Jets. Uh, after that, they host a good 5-1 and one Vikings team. So they are fucking middle-of-the-row loaded. Um let's i want to i want to break i want to get to this uh i want to get to this topic about russell wilson that matt brought up uh we have a video i want to show this commercial that uh this weirdo did which i call this one
3: Call this one the blindfolded. Big bite. The drop it low. The left handed. The wielding. The upside down. Here comes the airplane. And the most dangerous of all the rapper.
0: oh homie you gotta be shitting me see i wouldn't even put my name on no shit like that alan i wouldn't even put my name on no shit like that like what in the fuck are we doing he's killing his image dog who the fuck wants to play for that dude like let's be real who wants to play for him Oh, man. Um, dog, I'm not going to get to all you guys' chat questions, bro. You're not even a member, Patrick Houston. So I'm not going to stop the show to answer your fucking questions. I'm sorry. So come on, be a member. Come on and call in. That's why you become members. You could call in one time. But until I get some real legitimate ones, uh, fuck, you're on your own. So if I get to your question, I'll get to it. But if not, there's 600 people fucking leaving messages. I can't get to all of them. Sorry, uh, Pat McAfee don't fucking answer questions. At least I answer your fucking questions and talk to you guys and engage. You motherfuckers are some fuck wow, enabled crybaby motherfuckers. So Titans Colts matchup. Nashville Colts are three two and one. Titans are three and two. Coming off a of bye, the winner will take control of the AFC South. I'm taking the Colts in this one. I took them the other time, and the Titans beat that ass. I got to take the Colts this week. The 5-1 and one Giants travel to Jacksonville as a three-point underdog. I don't understand it. I don't get the NFL. We're going to see. Jacksonville, they're in a spot to make up. They could upset the Giants, but can Daniel Jones stay hot and outfuel Trevor Lawrence despite being underdogs? Uh I think I think Dable led Giants, get it done. Who is the best quarterback in New York right now? Is it Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson? That should that could have been a poll question, but we're New York heavy talkers right now, man. Being from LA on the West Coast, it's tough to talk about New York, but uh the Jets and the Giants are rolling. The Knicks lost last night, like I said, so fuck them. They're gonna continue to be shitty. They should have traded for fucking Donovan Mitchell or got an All Star in there, but too bad the the dot or the, the the Knicks will continue to be the Knicks. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna rock with uh, Daniel Jones because that's who I said I was gonna rock with all year long. I think Daniel's only gonna get better, and I think the Giants are gonna trade for a receiver some point. They've got to. They've got to, right? They have to trade for a receiver at some fucking point. So, Andrew Rayleigh, I appreciate you. Here we go. I want to get into something real quick. I got so much still to talk about, man. I'm going to keep some of it for tomorrow. Uh, NFL tiers, all right? I'm going to go to the first tier. There's one fucking team undefeated. Do you know that there's been more undefeated teams in the last five years? Uh, I mean, less undefeated teams in the last five years than we've ever had. So I'm going to start with tier one teams, all right? Zero loss teams. There's the Eagles. That's it. The fucking Philadelphia Eagles are the number one team in the NFL. They have zero losses. They're the only team with zero losses. There's only three NFL teams with one loss, all right? That's crazy to me. That's the Bills, the Giants, and the Vikings. The two loss teams are the Cowboys, Jets, Chiefs, Chargers, Titans, and Colts dog this is the most watered down era of football i've ever been around period ever but you wonder why and i keep backing it up i keep showing you from college in the portal to the nfl and crybaby bitch made cats demanding trades not playing etc dog we are the most average football generation that i've ever seen and the worst quarterback play i've ever seen but what do i know i only keep saying it three lost teams dolphins who started three and zero. everybody was anointing this fucking weirdo coach is the best thing ever <laughs> motherfucker's a weirdo like i said he would be he's a weirdo like i said he's gonna lose the locker room like i fucking said and what is he doing losing the locker room Dolphins three and lo- three losses. The Patriots have three losses. The Ravens, who Ryan Clark said was going to win the Super Bowl. And then last week now, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Ryan Clark is a fucking joke and he needs to shut the fuck up. And half these cats who we just pointed out Acho is an absolute horrible analyst. I don't know why and all the people saying, "What a great breakdown, Acho. You're so nice. I love your breakdown." But when I break it down, I don't know shit. I'm an asshole, fuck, stick, and a shit bird. <laughs> Perception is reality, boy. I can't believe how fucking much it is. Uh, but the Ravens, I told you, are going to be horrible because the quarterback position, he can't win Super Bowls, can't win meaningful games, can't win playoff games playing like he does. I love Lamar, just not the guy. Bengals three losses, 49ers three losses, Rams three losses, Seahawks three losses, Packers three losses, Bucks three losses, Falcons three losses. Preseason picks to win the Super Bowl. This is what I want to show you. The Rams, the Niners, the Packers, the Bucks, the Ravens, the Bengals are all in this three loss category team. Just telling you. Justin Price said, Coach, is the quarterback play bad because guys can't run their way out of trouble as easy in in football? Dog, it's bad because they don't get coached in college. They don't understand any concept of protection front. Um, Matt brought up a point. Acho breaking down this play here. Okay. One of
2: the most complex plays in the NFL. He's also
0: seeing this title. Most complex plays. It's RPO. Like that is not complex. I just broke down much more complex offenses with Lamar Jackson than this shit right here. Hey, Alan, how complex is this play? Hey Alan, how long ago were you running this shit with me? 2015, Alan? Seven years ago, Alan, we were running this, weren't we? But now, all of a sudden, Acho says it's so complex. <laughs> and and 66,000 comments on TikTok, on his TikTok, agree with him. That is how fucking stupid we are, dog. You guys believe anyone that has a voice like his. Look at his voice. That
2: influence block very much so looks like a run. He's
0: all. Also- dog, I, I got to be honest. Alan, I can't listen to that motherfucker talk, dog. I really can't. He sounds like I just want to choke fuck the shit out of him. I was just with him at a function, too, a few weeks ago. Alan, I think I sent you a picture. I was just with that motherfucker a few weeks ago with, with Marcellus, before Marcellus left him. Um, Man, oh, man, oh, man, dog. That's a motherfucker who is a f- super fraud. There's so many of them, and the public persona believes it. You guys really think he knows football? Like, please, please. And you don't have to listen to me, dog. You don't have to watch me break down football. You don't have to listen to me and do anything. But go out there and do some investigation and find someone that doesn't does know what they're doing and listen to them. Quit listening to these dudes that are on these platforms that you think know football. No, that is a definition of ignorance. You are ignorant, for believing him because you won't do the due diligence to go see there's another way that is real talk one-on-one and you're getting some free game right here. I'll drop the mic on that note, but for anyone that just listens to one point of view and thinks that is the gospel is absolute ignorant. And if you are that ignorant, God bless you, dog. Shame on you and bless you. <laughs> like, I'm being honest, dog. I'm just being serious. God bless your soul. Ocho just broke down the best play I've ever seen in my life. That is the greatest breakdown? Actually, it's not. It was the worst breakdown we've ever seen. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. First of all, he called it triple option, Alan. Alan, he called that RPO, that simple-ass RPO, which is really, truly double option, which I was trying to explain the difference between double option, RPO, and triple to, or to uh, with Lamar Jackson's film I just showed. He was trying to call that triple option. And I'm like, actually, it's an RPO. He actually is, just because he has a pass threat option, he has a run threat option or give the football. The third option, he wasn't reading a defensive end. He's reading the linebacker. It's an RPO. He ran the football because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So, you guys just are fucking so ignorant. Um, three lost teams are are all your Super Bowl favorites, by the way. All your Super Bowl favorites. Um, are three lost teams right now. Max Kellerman, uh, he does. Yeah, dog. That You're right, Alan. Kellerman's better than him, and he's not good. But he's at least, I like Kellerman. He's a good dude. Marcella, that's Marcel's boy. So I know he's a good dude. Chilling, I know you're not being serious. So, so if you are being serious, I'm going to block you because you're a fucking troll. So shut the fuck up We've already broke it down Shut the fuck up I'm not even going to go into it with you And become a member of I'm going to block your fucking sorry ass So after week five Two thirds of the NFL Has at least a 500 record At least a 500 record I want to break down the NFL standings And I want to update you On who I think division winners are going to be we got about 40 minutes of the show left. Uh, I also want to break down what quarterbacks are under the most pressure to deliver a deep playoff run this year. And uh, then I'm going to break down tonight's Thursday night prime fucking Amazon prime debacle of a game. I'm going to break down the keys to that. And uh, that's how we'll end this show. Any of you guys have questions, drop them in right there in the show. Drop them on the comment section. We'll chop it up. I'll answer some at the end of the show if I can get to them. So let's break down first what quarterbacks are under immense pressure to deliver a deep playoff run. All right. So Chase senior, what up my man, Chase? Tell me what quarterback has the most pressure to have a deep playoff run. I got to know, cause I'm going to ask you this on next Wednesday. Chase is a, is a, is a regular now on the coach JB show every Wednesday he'll be on in the third hour to break all things down football all you guys got a dose of chase yesterday i appreciate all the comments you guys appreciating chase's knowledge for the game yes i do appreciate it i'm gonna make chase the next matt or mike lombardi matt lombardo i'm gonna get chase that big bag dog so he don't have to drink beer out of his fucking jordans no more homie that's what we're gonna do so listen um Number one, most pressured quarterback right now is Lamar Jackson, period, point blank. It's not close. Uh, Lamar Jackson has the most pressure to win a playoff game and take a deep run into the playoffs. For guys like me who don't know nothing, right? What do I know? And for all the other people out there that are fake-ass good boys, all you motherfuckers want to anoint him in his face, and then you're the first one on Twitter bashing his ass, talking shit. At least I'm a real one. I'm going to always be the same. I'm not bashing Lamar Jackson. I'm telling the truth about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson uh, has the most pressure. Chase says, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson has a lot of pressure too. I agree. Dak Prescott would be number two for me. Dak Prescott would be my second having the most pressure, the second, Quarterback with the most immense pressure would be Dak Prescott. He's filling the blues right now. He's filling the heat. Cooper Rush went 4-1. and 5-1 and one as a starter. Uh, I think I bet Eddie Manyweather in the chat that Cooper Rush will have a better first four games than Dak has. So... I'm just telling you. I think Dak's second. Um, Chase said he likes to party, so he said he don't mind drinking out the shoe. Hey. That's what I'm talking about, Chase. Chase says shoot for the stars, land on the fucking moon. He's shooting for Colin Cowherd's seat. Hey, man, shit. I think you could do it, brother. I'm shooting for this seat right here. I just want to get a studio. I want this fucking chair right here. It holds 300 pounds. It's leather. It's at my house. I could drink whiskey smoke a cigar fucking I can do whatever I want so I don't want Colin Cowherd's seat I just want my own seat create my own legacy and uh, do that way because I, I like to drink Chase I want to fucking drink and uh, they better have a no drink clause on, on Fox if they give me a gig <laughs> I better have have an open fucking wet bar, fucking wet campus, dog. Shit. Uh, So I got Lamar as having the most pressure. I got Dak as number two. I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers at number three. I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers at number three, having the most pressure. And I'm going to put Tom Brady at number four. Why? Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. All right. He has one Super Bowl only. He needs more to cement his legacy in the cement, in my opinion. He needs to have at least one more Super Bowl. So I got Aaron Rodgers in that pressure bag Tom Brady is number four, in my opinion, for the simple fact that he retired and came out of retirement and now is being divorced. And now he's going, he's taking over. So he's taking on so much scrutiny. He looks like Skeletor in the face and he looks like a crack baby cats that I grew up with. Like he looks bad. He looks like he's got Botox three different ways. He looks like I think he's done with it. Uh, he's he's never going to get questioned. He's, he's going to go down in, in football lore. I, I don't know what he's doing, but he now has an immense amount of pressure on him because he came back. Start none, there won't be none. Start none, and it won't be none. Like all you dick writers that talk shit, and I bash the fuck out of you on Twitter, start none, there won't be none. Don't start no shit that you can't finish because you're never going to beat me, homie. Never. You're never going to out-talk me. You're never going to out-clown me. You're never going to say anything that is funnier than me, realer than me. So, don't start none, won't be none. Tom Brady, you should have never came back. You started some. Now, you got to deal with it. Now, you got the pressure of a fucking... Entire city on your shoulders. You have the pressure of. Doing what others said you could not do, which is the greatest feat in fucking man's life in history. I, I love that quote. I say it all the time. I think that's the realest shit ever doing something they said you cannot do. Uh, Bruce Helms, fuck his marriage. Shut the fuck up. You say some dumb shit. God damn. I just want to keep you in here, dog. I don't give a fuck if you're not a member or not. I just like seeing your dumbass comments. I just want to talk shit to you. Don't ever become a member. I won't even block you. Unless you become some dumbass. I just want to keep hearing your dumbass fucking, my mom raised me, coach, and I'm the best man ever. No, you're not. You're a fucking idiot. That's why your mom raised you. You dumb fuck. (laughs) uh no shit you were raised by a female i smell it all over you i fucking smell the fucking secretions running down your face motherfucker like she just gave birth to your motherfucking ass probably the last time you had pussy when she had you shit I should be a motherfucking comedian, I think, on the side. I think I'm going to start a com- comedy sh- store up, too. I think I'm going to do a comedian slash shit talk. Just bring your motherfucking ass up on the f- stage. Let's fucking go b- battle r- real talk right now. Bruce Helms going to be the first motherfucker I invite. I'm going to invite that motherfucker to the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. We're going to get on the stage. And I-, I-, I bet you Bruce Helms looks like I bet you he looks like the cat that eats ice cream on, on my boy's barstools channel. You know the cat that just sits there and eats ice cream when my boy uh, Caleb Presley interviews people? I bet you that's what Bruce Helms looks like. Some big old wobble body fuck who's sitting there. motherfuckers. got a basketball where his dick should be. I think that's what he looks like. And that's the problem. See, it's, I got second-hand embarrassment for a lot of you fucks out there. Frank the Tank. Yep, that's who it is, dog. Glennie Balls. I don't know who it is. Fuck, man. That's who fucking Bruce Helms is. That's who he is. We'll never know who he is. We'll never know who he is. Um, Let me see here. Give me one second. Uh la 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 la, 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 la. <sighs> Um hold on one second. You think they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh?
1: Oh man, definitely man. I appreciate uh, appreciate you man. But yeah, I think I think Kentucky's in in, uh, in good hands with Will Levis, man. I believe that's a prototypical style. Uh, pro quarterback, you know, with uh, Nick Scangarella coming in as the OC, a former OC of the NFL, having a guy like Liam Cohen last year, you know, introducing that new style of offense, which was one of the most exciting times to watch a Kentucky offense play. Uh, you know, no disrespect to anybody that was, you know, a part of the offenses before, but, you know, just being able to see Kentucky run the ball and then be able to throw the ball vertically downfield and be
0: able
3: to connect and actually be a threat down the field for SEC defensive back groups. It's, you know, pretty exciting to watch him with a guy like Will Levis, who's not afraid to throw it. The one thing I will
1: say, you know, I mean, you look back at the guy's stats last year, you know, maybe had a, all
0: right, all right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. My main man there, cash talking about Will Levis. Uh, I heard some drama outside. I had to go check on it. It was nothing. Uh, that's why I like being at the house. See chase. I like having my own spot right here. Uh, no, nah, I don't watch too much hockey. I don't watch too much hockey. I don't. Um, Kipper Fax doesn't like me. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck me. Now I can't sleep tonight. I won't be able to sleep tonight now, dog, because you don't like me, Kipper Fax. Appreciate you going out your way this morning to create an account and come on my show and troll me. Appreciate that. Love it. Love it. My dick's actually growing under the table. Maybe your girl's under here sucking it. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe she's saying, ah, with a tongue out, motherfucker. So I want to talk about quarterbacks with immense pressure. So I got Lamar, Dak, Rodgers, Brady. Top four. Number five I'm going to roll with is, well, it was Carson Wentz. Then it was Baker Mayfield. Then it was Derek Carr. Tomorrow show, I'm going to break this down in totality. We'll have a graphic. I'm going to break down the most pressure, most quarterbacks under the highest amount of pressure. Derek Carr is way up there as well for me. Uh, Kyler Murray is way up there as well for me. These guys you paid. Your fan bases paid them. They paid them. And you have a roster with a guy like Devontae Adams, with a guy like Mike Evans, Godwin, with a guy like Hopkins, now you have a shitbird, Robbie Anderson, with with guys like Aaron Rodgers don't have no guys. I can't even tell you a guy Aaron Rodgers fucking has. So there ain't no pressure. There ain't no pressure. Wido, I appreciate that, dog. I appreciate that. Top five dead or alive. Meet and greet. Man, I don't know. I think I, I did that once on this show. I talked about that. Um I don't know. The top five, that's tough, man. I, Kobe would be in there for me. I got to chill I got to meet him once. Um, but Uh, breaking news just hit my phone just breaking news just hit my phone um sean salisbury just texted me he wants to have a once a week segment on the show as well so sean salisbury will be on the show once a week as well so now we're gonna have even more fire on this daily show so now we'll have sean salisbury as well coming on once a week man the show just keeps growing it keeps getting better that's what she said make sure you keep hitting the like button subscribe become a member. We had like 600 people in here the other day, man. I appreciate you guys joining every day. We're, we're, we're keeping around 400, 450 every day. We're at 340 uh, right now on the third hour. Uh, man, couldn't thank you guys enough. Make sure you head on over to CoachABStore.com. And all you California natives, come on over today or this Saturday to Costa Mesa High Times, 3 to 8, as I'll be launching my Slapdick Cigar Cuban Rolled Hand Rolled Leaf. Unbelievable. And uh, make sure you come get you some or a couple or a bundle whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. They also have the best liquor in California. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have some, we got some great guests on it once a week, man with Zach and Matt and, and, uh, Chase senior man dropping knowledge, live moods on Tuesdays, dropping all the betting knowledge. Uh, we got Sean Salisbury now. Uh, it's going to, the show's getting better, man. Um, so I'm going to break down all this thing. Derek Carr, I think, is is under some huge amount of pressure. I don't know if, man, Derek Carr, I could easily see me moving Derek Carr way up the ladder. Like, I could see me putting him above Dak Prescott after Lamar as having some of the most, being under the most pressure. Uh. I seriously can see that, I seriously can see that. So um, very interesting, very interesting. Um, um, very interesting, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. Chris, this algorithm on YouTube, man, it takes a long time, brother. It actually takes a long time to to blow this thing up, man. And uh, uh, so, you know, it takes a while to catch on, man. It's taken a year and a half, and just to get up to six, seven hundred in their lives. So, you know, it is what it is. Plus, it's consistency. I I wasn't consistent, so, uh, so you know. It's 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 one of those deals. Um uh, six to ten central is what time west coast? Isn't that four to eight?
2: Um
1: Um,
0: Um, I was just clearing some things out with with uh, Sean. Um, yeah, so so maybe I can get him on for the last hour once a week because his show ended. His just his show just ended at ten, so we'll figure it out. Um, I would put Derek Carr up there, dog. I think I might move Derek Carr. I might Nelson? I think you hit super chat or something like that i'm not sure man i appreciate all the guys chris dill is always breaking me off man i appreciate you man i wish you could come to the cigar launch i'll buy you a drink brother uh appreciate you uh i think chris chris is out there slinging rocks shit that motherfucker's he, he giving me about a fuck two hundred dollars and shit Um um I don't know, it'd be great. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. He's got a 40-minute drive home. We're talking right now. Uh we'll figure it out. I got to figure out a way to get my man on here um and figure this thing out. He's great. I uh, love Sean. Love him for I've watched Sean for a long time, man. He was great. He was great. He was when ESPN was real. He was when ESPN was real. Um, Hector, Arizona's missing their center and left guard tonight. Yeah, that's just bad news for fucking mental midget. He's going to be running around with his head cut off. Um, I don't know. He's going to look like CP2 out there tonight, dog. He's going to look like CP2 out there tonight. I don't know uh, how he's gonna fare. That's gonna be fucked up. Derek Carr, dog. I gotta. I'm, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. Let's get into the post snap read. We have got about twenty minutes left of the show here this morning, and I want to get into. Uh, let's get to the uh, two minutes. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's get to the post snap read of this show. Um. Let's see here. Um, I gotta, I gotta break tonight's game down. Um, gotta get to the tonight's game. Saints Cardinals. All right. I want to break it down little by little. Here we go. Saints Cardinals tonight, uh both squads sit at 2 and 4. The Cardinals are hoping to get back on the track getting DeAndre Hopkins back tonight. Robbie Anderson, new addition of a shitbird. I think they have too many bad apples. I think all these bad apples are cancering up the whole bo- whole deal. And uh is Andy Dalton been named the starter chase? Um let me break down a Saints quarterback play. If 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 it is Andy Dalton and James Winston doesn't go because he has a back. And apparently he's got some back ailments. And uh, I'm, I'm hearing he's on the cusp. I got a kid there, and I talked to him earlier, and he said that they're not going to announce it yet. But he could go tonight, from what I've understood. Now, if it is if it is Dalton, and they're going to save him for another week. Chase, I want to ask you, since you're in the chat, though. How are we so gung-ho on putting Tua back on the field, but we are going to sit a cat that has a back issue and make sure he properly heals. (laughs) Like, is that not ironic to you? Is that not weird to you that we got a cat who looks completely aged? Like this motherfucker looks like he is aged, Chase, like three years. Uh, You know what I mean? Like three years, he looks like he's aged. I don't know why I won't play.
3: I, I couldn't. Um, you know, really tell what was going on.
0: He's literally um, aged.
3: So, you know, when, when...
0: And we're so eager to run him back on the fucking field. But Jameis Winston has a lower back issue, and we're going to keep him out for a few weeks, make sure he's c- cool. Like, something ain't right. Something ain't adding up, dog, here. Something ain't adding up. Well, the MRI shows that two is fucking brain is watered down mush but who's gonna see that who's gonna see that brian (laughs) uh hell yeah chase that's what i'm saying but there's just no way that i'm gonna risk a head injury over a back injury like i'll get the back okay i'll get the back right i'll get the back right man i used to take fucking epidural shots dog i'd play i had the fucked up most fucked up back i i never missed a game I had a fucking dislocated rib. And you want to talk about pain? Justin Herbert, what he's going through right now, I played with that all year long. It is bad. That is the most painful fucking injury for a quarterback. Never missed a game. Herbert's not missing either. Much much love to Herbert. Much love to Herbert. Um. But if I'm going to keep Miss Winston out for another week to make sure he's healthy, we'll roll with fucking Dalton. Why the Dolphins can't do that with Tua and a head injury, which is much more serious, and roll with Teddy Bridgewater? Like, I'm fucking confused. I'm I'm very fucking confused. So, um, Chase, you might have this. I should have had you on fucking Thursdays because you know more about this shit than anyone. Aren't all the fucking receivers for the Saints out? Like, who is playing tonight? Who is playing tonight? Lucy, much love to you as always. Lucy's the best. Uh, Lucy is just even keel, straight up gray, down the middle, doesn't give a fuck, right, left, whatever. Lucy calls it how it is. You got to love people like that. Um, Hector, do you know? So, Olave. Callaway, Traquan Smith, are they playing or not? Um, the whole team is fucked, I, I know. And that's why this pick is a touch tough one, Chase. This is a tough pick tonight. I don't know where to go with this pick uh, because it is fucked up. Um, Hector, what? Oh, I didn't get what you said. Landry and Michael Thomas are ruled out. Alave and those guys are playing. So that's what you're saying. Um fuck. Whew. Uh man. Then I was gonna I, w- I would bet Alave uh tonight and I would bet uh Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith made, won me some money last week because he was the only receiver playing. I knew he had to get some targets. Alave, is he cleared, but can he go? Uh, Fuck. I mean, like I'm saying, like, first thing, first obstacle he faces is he going to be tapped out and get out of the game and fuck you if you're draft, if you're picking on FanDuel or DraftKings. He's an iffy one too, man. This is a tough lineup to bet on, A, and it's a tough lineup to call. So wide receiver wise versus Arizona secondary uh which is not very good. It's a it's a it's a toss up. It is just a straight up toss up. It's a toss up and I don't know, I'm not I'm not favoring either one. It's going to come down to quarterback play. I think the Saints are going to play like Matt said earlier. I think the Saints are going to play Taysom Hill more than probably desired. And I think Kamara and Taysom Hill is going to run some double option, unlike the great Acho broke down. We're going to run some double and triple option tonight, I bet you, and they're going to run some It's going to look like fucking college football out there. I think Taysom Hill and Kamara go crazy tonight against a fucking shitty Arizona Cardinal defense, and uh, I think the mental midget, Kyler Murray, struggles again. I think he's going to try to over- pressure himself to get the ball to hopkins i think he's gonna just over implode he might get hopkins a ball 10 times tonight on the first game back but it doesn't mean he's gonna win i think that hopkins uh could have a big night because it's his first game back but i also see him getting double teamed and now you're having to find Robbie Robbie anderson who probably don't know the entire offense who's gonna be he's still a bitch made cat uh I think that you, you actually have the making of one of the worst football games we've seen on Amazon Prime, and that is saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Ben Adams said, "Ocho is a goat. What does a goat mean? Garbage on all topics? (laughs) Garbage on all topics. That's a new one. I just made it up. Fuck it. We roll with it. See, I think it's shit on the run. Garbage on all topics. That is what the GOAT means for Acho, motherfucker. And you must be a dick rider, too, who likes Acho. Did you just hear the breakdown Acho made, you dumb fuck? Did you see the breakdown? That I, that I showed
2: the Eagles be stopped because they run one of the most they complex plays in the I NFL. This is the Mono version me. of
0: a triple option. This is the group project. Shut the fuck up, group project. No shit, because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Garbage on all topics. That is what the new GOAT stands for, for your fucking ass. Sorry ass. Motherfuckers just be talking, dog. I can't. I, I just love. motherfuckers. just want to talk. You don't want to listen, ever. You just want to talk. Hey, dog, I wish I could have a bre- chalk wars. We could do chalk wars on social media, dog. If, if these dick riders would take me on, I would do it. I would make so much fucking money, dog. If Acho said, "I'll, t- I'll- let's go right now. Ryan Clark, all you motherfuckers, if I'm calling you out right now. I'm calling out names. If you want to meet me on a social media platform and break down some film, let's do it. I'm calling you out right now. But I bet dollars to dimes, none of you motherfuckers will meet me here. Because all you motherfuckers want to so called know so much, you all are putting out false ass information to the novice fan out here. And you got their hype, you got their dicks hard because you think they know football. They don't know football. Ben Adams don't know football. Ben Adams is in my chat because he weighs 600 pounds and he cannot get up from his TV channel that has YouTube on live in his mom's basement. He is on my show for that simple fact. He don't know fucking nothing. Ben Adams is a bottom feeding dick writer in my show. And he thinks he knows football because all he does is watch everyone's show. He watches Skip Bayless Shannon Sharp, Acho. He's seen every TikTok video known to man. He's watched every Pornhub video. He's jacked off to more Jenna Jameson and fucking Alexis, Texas than anyone in the world has done. He has not left his mom's basement in years. He eats Rocky Road ice cream all day long. His room smells like thirty fucking hot dog water and badussy. That's balls, dick, and pussy mixed. And that is the room you reside in. And you're on my show. Congratulations. Clap it up up for Ben Adams. We just found out who he is. And oh, my goodness, dog, I love it. And then we have Isaac Lords who comes in and he's in there and dogs go woof. Cats go meow. And he gives us the fucking obvious. So we love him, Isaac Lords. And then we love the regular folks in here. You know what I mean? All the original, real, real deal ones. You know, the Lucy's and the Jeremiah's and the and the fucking and Brian's dog. Brian and Kaiser now and fucking Joe and Mike and 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 Josh, Wido, Hector, all you guys that have been originals. We love you all. Chris Snyder's been now in the mix. Douglas Carr. We got all you guys. Matt can scroll up and down. Baby Girl NYC is in the house. Baby Girl, are you a real girl? Or are you a weirdo fuck that has a weird name? It's all good. Uh, If ESPN offered me a minimum wage, what the fuck is minimum wage? $8 an hour? No, I'm not doing it. Think I'm going to jeopardize my integrity for minimum wage? Now, are you talking about ESPN minimum wage, like a couple hundred racks? Yeah, I'll do it. Of course, I'll do it. Because everyone else will see that I'll fucking exploit these fake fucks. So, yeah. No shit, I'll do it. I'm correct on everything, Ben Adams. Don't get it fucking twisted, motherfucker. I'm correct on everything, motherfucker. That's why I say it. So shut the fuck up. You're wrong, motherfucker. I am correct on everything. I'm the one, motherfucker. You ran into the one. I know everything. (laughs) You dumb motherfucker. I know it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. You eat it all, motherfucker. You fat, wobble-body fuck. I should just end the show every day with a 10-minute rant. JB's rants, like Lucy loves to call it. 10-minute rant. I just pick a random fuck boy in the in the in the crowd, and today it's whatever your fucking name is, Ben Adams. We go from there. Um, let me get back to the matchup because I know I got great people anointing us in here, like Chase Senior, who's on the show Wednesdays now, and we break down real football. And, and you know, I get a little primitive at times when I'm solo because of all the dick riders that come into the chat, and so I have to address those. Accordingly, And I can also speak with the mainstream media as well, just like Acho. And I could talk like this and I can talk about it accordingly and protocols and following those proper steps and measures and being a very, very politically correct individual on a huge platform on ESPN and Fox. And I don't have to cuss. I can actually Follow suit and wear a suit and be a suit like Ryan Clark. I can do all these things because I'm a chameleon and I'm a very gifted chameleon and I can adapt and overcome in any situation. I can roll my hands like this, like I'm on ESPN talking about absolutely fucking nothing and no nothing. And I have a huge job, motherfucker. That's who I am. So now shut the fuck up. I know it all. But motherfuckers are too scared of a motherfucker like me. That's the difference, motherfucker. And now somebody put some Chinese shit in here. It might be a fucking bomb. I don't know. Who's this? Who's this motherfucker that's right here? I don't know who you are. What the fuck does that say? What does that say? You eat dog, motherfucker? <laughs> um, anyway, coaching matchup. Let's get to the coaching matchup. We'll end the show on this accord. Um. Kyler Murray throws four touchdowns tonight. I'll buy you uh, fuck, dog. I, 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 well, shit, I, I really would. I want to bet some big shit with you because I, I would bet. Fuck, man, I'd bet a lot of shit for that. But let's do a bottle. I'll do a bottle of whiskey if they do. If they score four, if he scores four, Venmo me though. Like I've would my other fans that hit me up and bet me. I pay my debt. Will you? <laughs> I bet you won't. Because you're not even a member. But it is what it is. We'll see. Uh, let's bet, though. I'll bet you a bottle. I'll sign it. Um, and if they if he throws four touchdowns, then what do you want? Uh, if he doesn't throw four touchdowns, what do I get? You got, like, a, a bad bitch or something you can send me? Because I don't know who you are. I don't know anything about you. So, I mean, what do you have? Motherfucker, you, you, uh, you girl suck a dick? Like, you, you know how to give head, motherfucker? Like, give me something tangible. Like, shit, what do you have? We know Ben Adams is in the bottom of his fucking mom's basement, so he has Rocky Road, unlimited amounts of Rocky Road. We know what he has, but I don't want Rocky Road. I'm a peanut butter chocolate motherfucker. I don't eat Rocky Road. All right, we got Dennis Allen, defensive-minded head coach for the New Orleans Saints. We have Cliff Kingsbury, a bitch-made cat, offensive-minded coach for the Cardinals. He could be fired at any given moment now. Uh, It looks like the mental midget and him are having beef. They're not getting along too well on the sideline. They're having a little bit of rift here and there. We don't know what's happening going on there. Uh, The defensive-minded coach Dennis Allen is... uh, is losing that locker room as well, like I said he would, because defensive-minded coaches don't really do too well on offensive-minded playing games. Look at Bowles and Brady. Look at all the things that are going on. Um, I like Dennis Allen scheming up Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, who never even can win a game in college in a meaningful game. So why did we think Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the next great NFL coach? I have no fucking idea. But guess what? I do a podcast. (laughs) Maybe hire me, though. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I think Dennis Allen stymies. Cardinals offense. I think Arizona struggles. I think we're in another shit show game. Amazon Prime will buffer all game. I won't be able to record it and send the videos out like I usually do when I break down games because I can't rewind it because it buffers and it's horrible service. But guess what? I have Walmart fucking service and T-Mobile and Boost Mobile, and I have all this horrible service. But only on Thursday nights I do, according to all the dick writers on Twitter. So... Uh, but then the show, the, the Thursday night football game closed off, and then my Amazon Prime is right back working again. How weird that works. How weird that shit works. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to be fired soon, maybe by Christmas morning. Uh, he'll wake up to a stocking stuffed with a bunch of fucking shit, and he'll be fired. And... Uh, You know what the Cardinals need to do, dog. They need to reach back out to Bruce Arians and see if he'll finish his career off in the Cardinals. Because I think Bruce Arians can do some things. Now, he'll get rid of fucking Kyler Murray. He'll go get Derek Carr or some shit. And he'll probably still do better with Derek Carr there than they would with uh, Kyler Murray. Taysom Hill is another one, dog. He's another fucking joke. Like, he can only run that offense so many times. Like, he's not going to be a, the guy to win a Super Bowl. Taysom Hill's not a quarterback in the NFL. Again, stop it. Please, stop it. Fuck. Oh, yeah, and then the Cardinals are on hard knocks, huh? I forgot all about that shit. Holy fuck, what a shit show that's going to be, Doc, can't wait to record that shit. I'm going to do 12 Days of Christmas. I'm going to do an episode a day, 12 Days of Christmas. I'm going to break down the Cardinals' hard knocks. Holy fuck, dog. My Twitter's gonna go viral. We're gonna be the big vi- if they don't suspend it. <laughs> if TikTok don't fucking suspend me. I'm on, I'm on, I'm in jail on TikTok right now. I can go live on TikTok, uh, I believe next week. They put me on a long week. This week, this time they put me on a long. Week. Usually it's like three days. Lucy, Cliff Kingsbury is absolutely horrible. I gotta shave today. I gotta shave. I'm gonna look pretty for the cameras on Saturday for the cigar, Slapdick Cigar Launch. Costa Mesa, 3 to 8 p.m. High Times. Make sure if you're in California, come check it out. Come come by, meet and greet, get a book sign, get you some cigars, get you some whiskey. They got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Don't miss it. I'm taking the Saints tonight. I'm gonna say the game. The final score is gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be as low scoring as everyone thinks. I think this is finally gonna score some points. If it doesn't, dog, let's let's make a let's make a pact, a bet that I just will not watch any more Amazon Prime games. I said that I wouldn't watch it two weeks ago, but that's the only channel I have to watch it on, dog. I can't watch the shit anywhere else, so it's fucked. It has us fucked. It's monopolized. They monopolize the program. They mon- they 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 fucking monopolized the entire Football system by putting this on Amazon. It is fucking horrible. I think the game ends up like 28 24. 28 24, something like that. So Isaac Lords would come up with 38 32. Like, you know how hard it is to score 38 points and 32 points in the NFL? I, Isaac Lords would just say any fucking thing. He would be the guy that says, some weird ass shit like someone's gonna get a safety and, a, and, a, and go for two and then get a field goal like this motherfucker gave up the hardest scoring fucking outcome of all 38 32 <laughs> <laughs> holy shit some of you motherfuckers man i love doing the morning show with you guys man uh can't wait um Join me tonight. I'll be rocking the house on all my little videos as uh, we break down this horrible contest between the Cardinals and the Saints. Big UFC weekend this weekend. Wido podcast tomorrow. He'll be breaking those things down. So Capo's going to be doing all the betting things tomorrow. Uh, He'll be announcing his launch time as well because I fucked him a little bit in doing this show at this time for three hours a day. And then Pat McAfee follows my show. Pat McAfee's show is about to start right now, so people get out of mine, going over to there. If that's what your cup of tea is, if it's not, go back and watch some of my fucking videos. They'll make you laugh, cry, and realize you're all fucked up. I'll see you guys tomorrow, man. It's been a great one. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. And again, 21 hours away, I'll see you, God's willing. Appreciate you guys, man. I'll see you tomorrow. 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. on the East. Be good to yourselves and each other. Peace.